everyone. Welcome back to Drop Frames. It's a Sunday. We're going to talk about video games. Zeke, talk about a video game. Okay, I'll talk about a video <laughs> game. And that video game I want to talk about is called Alone in the Dark 3. Nice. And I still can't understand why this game is so beloved by so many people that it got it keeps getting voted in to this stupid CD-ROM-a-thon. I'm so small. Why am I so small? I'm got, getting smaller. You gotta, you gotta pitch your voice. You gotta pitch your voice. What's happening to me? TP. <laughs> TP, no! No! <laughs> okay, okay, I'll talk from here. All right. So, I'm in the dark three. Go talk about a video game. So Alone in the Dark 3, I have no idea why people keep bringing this up for our CD-ROM-a-thon, but for some reason, I don't have a pitch thing. I feel so bad oh, right okay. now. This, right. this would have been this would have been the best joke the on Drop over. Frames if I had had it. Um, I'm so sad right now. We're done. Um, next time. Next We're done. Time. All right. That's, that's Anyway, what's 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 going on with Alone in the Dark 3? Yeah, what? now I'm curious. Why is, why is, it's, you're, it's very... That, you sold it to me. No, I played it for the... the I played one of them for the past three years, and they're just fucking terrible. However, <laughs> um, I can see like because apparently Lord of the Dark is was the was the spiritual uh, um, inspiration for the Resident Evil series, and I can absolutely totally see why that is. Uh-huh. Um, and most of it has to do with the shitty controls the tank controls and the fixed camera angles. Like I get why, like that's a thing in these games because of the cinematic nature of them, the suspense that you add and stuff like that. But like, God, man, some games are just Rough. hard to go back to. And, and, and it's, this sure. was one of them and throw like, take, <laughs> take the worst adventure game, like moon logic. And put it into uh, a survival horror game, like Alone in the Earth. I mean, you could barely even call it a game. But uh, <laughs> take all those <laughs> elements and put it into this game. And it's just like, I couldn't do it. I play, I, I, it, it took a while to install it, first yeah. of all. Um, just because, you know, old game, new system. And VMs are, you know, unreliable at best. But I finally got it working, and then I played it for four hours, and it was just, okay, let me just tell you the solution or the puzzles, and you decide from there. Okay. So I got stuck at a part where I'm wandering around looking for, like, a way to, to proceed forward, and there's all these doors that are around there all locked, right? And uh, you think, like, probably need to find a key. Or a button or something to get into all this. This is great. Um, by the way, that's me searching. <laughs> that's yeah. like it's great. When I put my arms out and I put my head forward. <clears throat> that's great. That's me slowly looking around for stuff. You're searching. Um, <laughs> God damn. Uh, so I'm looking for a way to move forward, and uh, I find out. Like I finally get too frustrated. And I find out, uh, <laughs> hell and damnation. That's it for me. <laughs> yeah, I went into the snake barrel, and the snakes got me. 
and you get this animation every time you die and it is long it is like a three minute scene if you you can skip it but it's a three minute scene every time you die and it's and it's all it is god i gotta there's so many things hold on i'll get back on track yeah no i'm but that death we're in the scene mind is, of uh the streamer is right you now. tied up by your feet swinging back and forth and the bad guys in the game they're all gathered around you and then each individually they walk into the saloon and that's it that's the death scene but they take t- they walk in each individually i'm like there's gonna be something that happens right they're gonna like you know cut me down or do something nope they just like they're all standing there watching me hang from my feet and they're like well time to go mosey on into the saloon one at a time and then cut to uh to dos great <laughs> so stupid but the way I proceed forward with one of these tests, one of these puzzles was um, you've seen all the doors. There's like three or four doors in this house and they're all locked. But one of them, you have to shoot it. Now, that would be weird in and of itself. But add the fact that when you shoot the door, he goes, knock, knock, it's Santa Claus. Not kidding. Okay. But what would you think, like, how would that open? How would a gun open a door? You, sh- you would shoot the door handle, I guess. No, sure. no, uh, no, 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 no. Obviously, you would disassemble the gun, melt it down, put it into a lockpick mold, use that to then jimmy the other side while using the bullet gunpowder to snort to give you energy. Even though that makes that that is a we- makes more sense. What okay. you do is you shoot the door. You say knock knock. It's Santa Claus. And then the door raises like it's in fucking Star Trek. I mean, okay. I'm not kidding. You go, <clears throat> it's Santa Claus. And then he goes, shh. That would be a good comedic wait, bit. Wait. If you have it a house what? and every door opens a different way. Why does he say it's Santa Claus? Oh, we don't. Yeah. Did you just ask know. why, buddy? Did you just ask why? I'm not even done with the puzzle yet. I have. I feel like Vecini. Like I'm not even begun yet. <laughs> so once that door opens, you're uh, in this in this place with uh, two like I want to say corpses or whatever, because the the bad guys that are that are coming after you are like ghosts or spirits or whatever. So you see the like the, the corpses of these two guys hanging in this room, this little tiny room that you have opened with your gun. Um, and then you use okay, this part sort of I can kind of get. In order to dissipate them or whatever, you use you you pick up a voodoo noose, and that's I think the description of it is a voodoo noose. Okay. So you show it to them, and they go ah, and they fall down, right? But then, in order to get the door that you just came through open again, there's a lever that's stuck. It says that you try to push it. It's like this lever is stuck. How do you think? You unstick that lever. Well, you, before you even answer, I'm going to tell you. You shoot it. Oh, in order. No, no, no. In order to unstick, I try shooting it. <laughs> in order to unstick the lever, you take a bag of scorpions and you put it in the hole that those guys fell down, and it loosens the lever of the, the in the room there, and then the lever you can push it and it opens and it 
it pops up the panel and huh that's the first thing i would have tried is putting the scorpions yeah in there yep yep me too okay all right yep Yep. always scorpions everyone knows that classic classic adventure game solution yeah um but yeah, so that's, Scorpin, that's, I mean, that's we call the it logic Scorpin that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. That's the logic you're dealing with in this game. So I played it for as, as long as the stream went. Like, I went to my normal stopping time, and I said, I am never, ever playing alone. And they're like, what about the remake? Can I play that? And I have to confess, I screamed at the people. <laughs> I yelled at them, and I said, no in a very loud tone, I will not be playing the remake. Ever. Okay. I will not be playing the remake of Alone in the Dark Alone in the Dark remake? Oh, oh, of three. Of three. three. No, 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 no. no. The the new Alone in the Dark remake that we had download 13 gigabytes for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to play that? If that wasn't insulting enough. You don't want to play with the old David Harbour? He's not selling it for you? Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Noted. Noted. Yep. Unless, unless someone. Yeah. Hundred monthers. Get this in there. This is like a. Yeah. 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 This is this is like a. It's like the opposite of a Stockholm syndrome situation. He spent so much time that he's revulsed from any from any that's, bit. That's a Minneapolis <laughs> uh, syndrome. Is ah. what they call that. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why, but that's that's where that's where they settled. That city alone. Anyways, that's Alone in the Dark 3. Don't play it. Well, let's see. Alone in the Dark 3, I just want to see, like, this game came out in 1994. So there is no excuse for this game to be that shitty. We <laughs> had great games in 94. <laughs> to be fair, though, to be fair, this, I mean, 94 was around the time we were starting to see full 3D games. And there weren't really too many like established standards, especially for fixed perspective. So there's a lot of experimentation in games like Alone in the Dark in trying to figure out the best way to do it. I mean, still use tank controls, which, you know, the industry decided to swear off at a later time um, because it was so bad. So I, I would say, if anything, like. You can give it credit for being one of the first. But that has nothing to do with the ridiculous puzzles you were talking about then. That's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> so there's yeah. a lot of, but yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah. For people saying like Doom 2 and stuff, it's, th- those are first person. So that's, that's a lot different. First person controls arguably are a little bit, you know, more intuitive to design than third person controls where there's no established baseline or basis in how to do it. I mean, they were kind of relatively pioneering in that regard. Wasn't I born in 94? Sure. Yeah, we were all born in 1994. And we're 90s kids. Totally. Yep. I'm I'm definitely 30 years old. Yep. (laughs) That's correct. You're right, though. Um, As far as, like, the 3D aspect of it, sure. Sure. I'll concede that not a lot of 3D-ish games, but can you really call this 3D? Because it's fixed camera. Fixed perspective. You know? But yeah, no, you absolutely can. You're you're moving around the environment. It's still a 3D, 3D game, yeah. Absolutely. 
yeah you're 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 not it's not a first person perspective it's a third person perspective and i mean you, you just look at your character i mean he's literally like 19 polygons <laughs> that you can spin revolutionary so, amounts yeah, of polygons the 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 other uh argument there would be something like isometric where it's 2d trying to fake 3d Look at all but no this is like you're you're a 3d character in a 3d space uh it's one of the reasons yeah. the tank controls are so freaking janky so yeah it was a, a a pioneering in that regard but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sure i get it <laughs> but some games are just hard to go back to yeah and, absolutely. Uh, that's great anything with tank controls is a nightmare yeah like God, it's, it's just it, a again there's a reason the game. industry swore them off yeah. yeah yeah there's a reason that the industry said Okay, as a group, we're getting together and deciding. <laughs> this just is no a, longer something we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> In these it's types rough. of games. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, video oh, games. Real quick. For those wondering, um, I'm when I say tank controls, uh, tank controls are when your <laughs> controls are... Yep. Well, I mean, so, I mean it, yeah, that makes sense. There's there's no games with tank controls They anymore. were left so in the don't 90s, play games, yeah. yeah. The, the tank controls refer to your character driving from the perspective of a tank. So to move your character, if you hit W, he moves forward based on his perspective. And when you turn left and right, it's based on where the character is in the game world. So it's functioning like you were driving a tank where you have to like, you know, go back and, you know, like it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. Controls these days are done what are called perspective controls. So if you hit up, your character will move up in the game world. If you move right, he will move right in the game world. It is far more intuitive. <laughs> For the player yeah. to have perspective controls as opposed to tank controls. So tank controls are still around, and some things they make sense in, especially if you're in a vehicle or something. But in like uh, in in person based games, they have pretty much left. Um, a great example of this is if you played the old Resident Evil Two, and then played the new Resident Evil Two, you would feel a stark difference in the ease of control of your character, um, as one is old school tank and one is new school perspective. So. And also, like, when it comes to uh, survival horror games, it's it works actively against you because in those kind of games, like Resident Evil or Alone in the Dark 3, like, there are things trying to grab you. There are traps and there's stuff like that. And the tank controls, like, if you want to take a right turn, you take a right turn because you're going... There's no, like there's no straight You don't immediately, thing. like, turn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you go like that. So, like, avoiding shit is... Is like you have to you have to become like a snake, yep. like you know how snakes move. I think snakes have tank control, so like you have to like you can't just yep. like make hairpin turns. Another another uh, very tropey thing with tank controls is especially at their inception there was no strafing, which was why they were originally called tanks. Because like if you think of a tank, it can't go left and right. It has to move to go left or right, or it has to like you know turn in place before it moves. So another well, other also like it, it's if you ever played the Atari combat, that's how you move in the Atari combat as a tank. You press up on the joystick to go forward. You press right and left to rotate your tank and then you press up to go forward again. So basically 90s gamers were real gamers. Yes, that's the point we're yeah. trying to make. Oh, yeah. They were the real gamers. Yeah, yeah. All this stuff these days is just for, for, it's for babies, dumb children. babies. We dumb babies, dumb big, babies. Dumb, big dumb babies, big old dumb, babies. dumb ba like big old huge, big old dumb babies, huge, yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah. Back in my day, we had six bits and we liked it. That's right. That's right. And then oh, twenty four yes. came around and we were like, "What am I supposed to do with all these bits? It's too many bits. 
too many bits. I can clearly see that's a tree. Back in my day, you had to imagine that the, the, the four blocks with the green block on top, that was a tree to us. If it was a yellow block on top, that was a torch. I like how Sven Stryker and Cat is like, I think this is a bit right. Nope. No. <laughs> not no, at all. Is, how would you ever guess is, that? Like, what what uh, you're watching now is ooh. called games journalism. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, right. if it was a bit, it'd be scripted and funny. Mm. That's a good point, too. Very it would true. be a lot funnier if it was a bit. That's very true. I mean, this alone in the dark thing was going to be a bit, but that took 17 minutes to get through. So I had a lot of anger. <laughs> I had a lot of anger about this. Yeah. You know, some, some th- no, we're workshopping. Like, the, we're workshopping. Well, the reason is, like, I've got Live great games on the list. Yeah. I've got great games on the list that it got more votes than. You know, it got more votes than Gabriel Knight 3, Heroes of Might and Magic, Hex and Neverwinter Nights, No One Lives Forever, Wing Commander 4. It got more, what? consistently more votes than all of those. That's because those are good oh, games. Man. And people yeah. want to see you rant on this show for 17 minutes about Alone in the Dark 3. You know, sometimes I, I really I really question my, my choice of career. Yeah, no, you created this brand. This is on you. You did this to yourself. I know, I know. It's your fault. Yes, in the words of Radiohead, I did it to myself. That's what really hurts. That's correct. That is absolutely correct. Anyways, video game news. Everyone's talking about Power World right now. And I I feel like I went to bed, uh, right. let's say Friday night. And I was like, man, people are really up on Power World. I'm excited. I said this game is going to be big and it's big. And everyone's like super excited and happy. And I woke up this morning and everything's on fire. Uh, people are just, yeah. man, those pitchforks, they took a bit to get sharpened. The pals had to, you know, go into slavery and create them, but they handed them all out. <laughs> and now the drama is here. Uh, it is, and there's multiple different directions of the drama. Oh, we can like, pick and choose. Yeah, you, you're right. What you can essentially do oh, is really? choose your. It's pick. It's it's like a choose your own adventure. It's like choose your drama, and then you can attack it that way. Yeah. All right. Let me let me get informed here. Okay. Because the only drama I I'm I'm hip to is the uh, the AI the AI drama. That's probably the bigger that's one. Probably biggest the one. biggest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. biggest. Yeah. And then there's the rip off Pokemon angle. Uh, but those are just Pokemon asset, fans that the asset yeah. flip angle. Yes, yep. that's so, also an I mean, angle. Yeah. yeah, it's a parody. Like, like then there is, it's supposed to be like clo- as close to a ripoff as you can without, you know, infringing on copyright. And I saw a graphic about like Dragon Quest uh, thing monsters versus Pokemon monsters, and they're like super similar as well. It's just like it's a thing. It's I mean I. That one was just like that's super obvious. Like I didn't think anybody was gonna get mad about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, was there any other? Ang- we got the AI. We got the all the other ones you listed. Is there any other angles of drama? <laughs> the asset flips are Ana- the, the animal one. abuse, that's, which I is a weird like that, that one's weird one. that I one's weird for weird me because it's like have video games have video existed games. for thirty ish years, maybe more. Yep. And well, you're gonna choose game. this one to worry about the morality of? <laughs> what's what's the drama with the AI? Okay, here we go. So right. Zeke to inform you in chat. Let's let's go ahead and dive in. Yeah. So here's right. here's the thing. The owner of the studio, 
there's there's a term that I know many of you guys have heard, kind of applies to the situation called bullish. And what that means is that they're very confident in and or use a specific thing. The owner of the company that makes this game has publicly tweeted many times about how he is on board with generative AI. He feels it's a good thing. At one point, he talks about playing with it while making a game. He doesn't say anything about using AI in this game, but he publicly talks about how he thinks it is a useful tool and how it is something that helps him. Now, that has caused all sorts and of that's problems. It. That, that's, that's it, right? Well, for now. Okay. So that's caused all sorts of problems. And then a lot of people were like, okay, we have no proof that there is AI art in the game, but you would have to be crazy to think there is not after reading the tweets of the studio head. That's, that's the big angle. Um, then it was pointed out that there's actually like a full team credited with the concept art and the art of the pals. So that was a thing. Okay. But the short of it is, is that this all kind of amalgamates together in, in people that want to find a reason for, for um, being concerned about the game dev future. You, if they want to, you can, it's kind of like Starfield where it's like, if you go in wanting to find problems with it, they're easy to find. But also if you just want to play the game and have fun, you could do that and it's fine. So that's kind of where we are with Power World, except it's more real world game dev stuff. So the AI stuff is a big concern. Because even at one point, the game dev was talking about, like, making AI versions of Pokemon. Which, let's be real, that's kind of a pretty big tangent to this game. So, you know, the theory is that they put a real Pokemon in AI, they say, make something slightly different, and then they take that and give that to their artists to make the real Pokemon on. That would be an issue. Of course, do we know that happened? No, not at all. But there, there are signs that point to that could have been being a thing. So, the, the, the issue there is that that... Plus the fact that they do use some Unreal Store assets for things like, uh, from what I understand, like rocks and some of the trees and stuff, have then together made people say, oh, this is just another asset flip AI game. It, it falls into that bucket. And look, it's one of the top selling games on, stream, on Steam. There's, there's millions of players. The world is doomed. And game dev is heading into the worst place it possibly could be. That's that side. So the, again, the, 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 the counter, the point is that the, the game dev lead tweeted all this stuff. The counterpoint is that there's no real proof to it, but the fire's already been lit for it. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't matter who says what at this point, the fire's already lit and yeah. it has started a whole lot of, of stuff there. Um, so that's, that's the big stuff. People are saying that it's AI generated, that it is asset flippy, that there, and, and here's, here's where I start having some serious issues with this. That the game is not complete and not fun, and that the game is a cheap veneer that doesn't have anything to offer. That's where all of that leads to. Yeah. And that's that's where I kind of have to step in and be like, hold up. <laughs> like, no, actually, there's a lot in this game. Yeah. yeah it yeah, actually absolutely. works pretty well. It has bugs. It's early access. You know, so it it's 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 become a thing. And then there's also this this there's two other big angles. There is the the Pokemon fan fan angle. There are people that are legitimately angry that these devs think it's okay to to influence their pals <laughs> with Pokemon as much as they have. There's a lot of uh, stuff going around where it's like, here's the Pokemon, 
here's the pal, circle all of the similar things, look how similar they are, what are these guys thinking, etc., etc. Um, I found it kind of funny because somebody took an image of this cat Pokemon that has like big eyes and a big smile. And they oh, were like, yeah. look, look, here's one. the pal, and here's the Pokemon. And then this other guy shot a still of the Pokemon next to a picture of Alice in Wonderland's yeah. Cheshire, cat. Cheshire Cat. And was like, oh, yeah. look at that. Look, Cheshire Cat is yeah. in Pokemon. What are those guys? So, I mean, it's this weird. Now, there's no question. There's no question that pals are 100% influenced on Pokemon. I don't think anyone is arguing that's not the case. The discussion, I'm not even going to say argument, the discussion is how far away can you get from the source material when you are iterating? That's, that's the big argument this game has got. You know, is it okay if you put a Meowth next to a Meow ass and <laughs> everything's the same except his paws look different? Okay, maybe that's not okay. What if all of his paws look different, not just the front two? Okay, that's okay. What if his mouth and paws look different? Like we've entered, we've entered this weird discussion where it's like, how far away from source material is well, okay? I'll tell you how how to find that out. Go to Times Square. <laughs> Go to Times Square and take pictures with with a uh, uh, metal man. He's yep. He's got oh, instead of Iron Man. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Go take and, a and here's with, the thing with Momo. To be clear, let me, let me, let me, let me make this, let me ground this a bit more. I'm not talking about legal copyright. I'm not talking about, that's a whole nother thing. I'm not talking about Nintendo suing pal world. I, the reason that this whole, how different is okay. Argument has come up because there's a lot of, a lot of overlap with the AI art thing. Like all of that discussion has become abusing artists and using AI in their place. So it's the issue. The biggest issue is that everything about Pal World is a nuanced discussion that changes heavily based on your perspective at which you want to talk about it. And the issue is that most of this stuff is happening on Twitter, which is the exact opposite of nuanced perspective based <laughs> arguing. So now that's the problem. The problem is that all the stuff in here and all the interesting things to chat about and the direction of AI and should it be regulated and how is it regulated, all that is a very nuanced discussion. But all people are doing on Twitter are shouting their side into the void. Everyone's getting their ass kicked for their opinions because everyone's kind of wrong. And it's become this huge cluster. And the problem. <laughs> The biggest problem is as everyone's yelling at each other, the sales and players just keep going. Up. Yeah, I mean, we, we skipped over <laughs> that conversation. The good in the game, yeah. They they passed yeah, four is, million sold. Is that have the they? There are four million now. Oh my god! Is it I four or three million? Two million. I thought it was three. I saw three last. Oh yeah, they um, passed four million in three days. Yep, that's yeah. the latest. So uh, it's latest update, it's which is crazy. It's been a huge thing. Yeah, I well, mean, and that's, I think that's, the the, the point. One of the points about about AI and why, like, there's a lot of people like, who cares that they're using AI? The thing with AI that is the sticking point is AI cannot generate its own creative new thing. Yeah, it takes already like it's got to be trained by other like artists, and it takes pieces from other artists and makes its it makes its own thing. Now you could also argue that that's what artists do. That's what inspiration is. But 
it's it's a one-to-one like take it has to be taken like specifically from something whereas an artist recreates from their memory which is not you know one-to-one specific yeah what is for me by the way shout out and thanks to julia julia just linked a post this is hey co post 753 in this thread shows an artist should have designed all the pals but i'm not sure and then links a post and sure enough it's a guy in japanese which the company's based in japan and he's talking about looking at the I was able to complete a hundred pal designs based on how fast the concept artist could make them, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, if this is accurate, then it is saying that AI was not used in the creation of the pals, which again is not God. the main argument. Like, you I, know, so who, who, take, who taking who like knows? just a, a, a step back uh, one, congrats to the devs on the huge success Two, yeah. I'm so sorry that you are going to be put under a microscope on the entire internet for everything you've ever done <laughs> and will do. and will do on the internet from the, from henceforth. Like, holy shit, man. Like, Oh, now someone brought up a good point. What if an AI wrote that forum post? That's, I didn't consider that. Yeah. So maybe true. that wasn't, maybe an AI wrote the post you to never make know. up the human element so he could, AI could trick the humans into believing the AI was actually human. You never know. I mean, it happens all the time. You never know. Also, uh, I saw I saw a few people like while I was talking about that, like they were saying I'm completely wrong, which is oh the the AI art discussions a, a vast a man story. I'm fully willing to admit worms. that I'm misinformed, but yeah, like yeah. it it's a- we AI, can just leave it at that. Just like, like the term AI, AI art is an umbrella term for lots and lots of different things. Yeah, lots of different. So, you know, it, it is, it is not an, it is not an easy conversation to have unless you are on the same page, at least in term of scope with the person you're talking to and you have some established, you know, agreements on ground rules. Yeah. It's, it's a whole thing. It is a whole <laughs> yeah. thing. Um, that all being said, I think we could, Co, are you comfortable saying that this game's a lot of fun? Game's fun. Yeah, talk yeah. about the game. Yeah, like the game now, is fun. fun. I got sixty game, hours in the, the game, game, and it's fun. The game is is Ark plus Pokemon with a little bit of Valheim, and then guns. And that's basically what this game is. And yeah. and the part that makes it all work is that it actually works. Like somehow they kind of like all the Pokemon are random and have crazy abilities and the tech tree actually is kind of fun to get through and the world is big and open to explore and there's little secrets and stuff to get everywhere. There's procedural dungeons, there's bosses, there's full equipment paths to work through. There's reasons for catching Pokemon over and over there. The, the, the progression is actually pretty smooth and balanced. Like there's lots of things in it that just kind of work for the genre. Yeah. And they kind of like, took all that together and then flavored it with these other things. And I mean, it's just fun to play. It's just fun to play. Very um, easy. As to Todd just, would say, it hours. just works. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it just works. And incredibly easy to lose a, hours too. I have a thoughts video on this and let me, let me, as I say, at the beginning of the thoughts video, I was one of the first people to say, when I first heard of power world, this looks dumb. Pokemon <laughs> yeah. with guns. Oh yeah. I am not interested. This looks like a, a meme game. This looks like something that they just want to get a bunch of YouTubers to play and sell a bunch of copies and be done with it. You know, I, I told people for the first few days it was out. I'm not planning on playing it. I have no issues. And I'll never forget the day someone in chat was like, no, Co, it's not Pokemon with guns. It's Pokemon plus guns plus Valheim. 
Yeah. That's when I was like, wait, so there's a real adventure survival crafting game in here? And like the Pokemon and Guns thing are just like little features of the big survival crafting game? They were like, yeah, you should try it. And I tried it, and sure a freak enough, dude. Like, I could see putting 50-plus hours into this game if they keep, make the bosses keep being interesting and the tech tree stuff keeps being as rewarding as it has been. And the it's just the whole system so, of, of every pal. Every pal has different crafting specialties that then also have levels and you can you can have a like a little army of pals at your base that you have to feed and give places to sleep and places to chill and they'll like go out and automatically do their little like base running stuff and then you yeah, start like getting multiple bases awesome. that are specialized in things yep. and you start getting enough, factory a of, stuff and... a lot of people <laughs> were like oh i've never seen this before this is amazing yeah they took that from conan yeah that's exactly what you did in conan they just yeah. made it with pals instead of people so it's like, and you can even use people if you want to in this game. So it's it's kind of funny. Like, I heard someone be like, yeah, this revolutionary system of using NPCs you catch in your base. And I was like, Conan did it. <laughs> it's like a Simpsons did it. Co nope, that's from Conan. Yeah. You can do that with pretty much everything in this game. Oh, that's from Pokemon. That's from Ark. That's from Valheim. That's from Conan. And that's okay. Because, I mean, the, 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 the thing that's is, what, it's okay yeah. when you do that and it works. Like, that's what game iteration is. That's why we have... 50,000 first person shooters because they keep trying to one up the last one. So it's like that stuff works if you do it and then you do it well. Um, so that's kind of where we are with Power World. Yeah. Until we get all the way back to Pong did it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Or, or if you want to go back even further, uh, the tennis for two, like arguably the first video game ever that they've created on an oscilloscope, which was basically Pong before Pong. That's true. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, and I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just squash this for now because I see my chat. We're not going to have discussions on slavery. It's a video game, y'all. <laughs> yeah, like, just yeah. just take a deep breath. It's that one. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Slavery, animal cruelty, violence. Like, chill. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's it's that's it's a little different. Yeah, that's it's a strange conversation yeah. for sure. That's that's just. Plus, like, don't they enjoy yeah. it? I thought there was something about them thing. enjoying it. Uh, sure. I'm. It's. I mean, you can like. Uh, there's. Uh, when when you're on the world, you can find little uh, enemy en encampments. Uh, yeah. From like other humans, and they'll have a pal in a cage. And if you uh -huh. look at the pal before you let him out, they have like a really distressed, sad face. And then okay. when you like let them out, they go, <laughs> and then they just like appear in your face later. <laughs> I too well, would have well, a distressed face if I was listen, in a cage. It, they like kind of lean in on it of like, hey, maybe this is kind of fucked, <laughs> but it's still but no. But listen here, good. if you know anything about animals and and they're like they're like aggression signs, like an animal shows you their teeth, it may look like they're smiling. They are angry, so I'm guessing when you let them out, they are showing their teeth to show their anger. That's true. Okay, please don't try to do that to this game. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, right. but yeah, it's just it's the whole the there's this this game does have a lot of darker themes. I mean, some of the some of the stuff the uh, the descriptions of the Pokemon or pals, excuse me, the pals. Um, I've are, done that too. Yeah, are funny. just dark. Like some some of them are just messed up. There's a a a pal on level sixty nine. Yep, that is wearing a heart thong. And it is, it is, and it literally says that this pal likes to go after humans for debauchery. It's like, cool, I see that in Pokemon. Has an interest in humans. Uh, yeah, for debauchery. yeah. So, you know, yeah. there's like, there's all sorts of, of weird themes in this game. But I think, honestly, that's like, 
a little bit of what makes it endearing is it's like kind of like charm taking, it's it, taking like, pokemon yeah. which is like a kid's game essentially or it is angled towards safe for work stuff pokemon is and then it's like putting this really weird dark strange spin on it which i know for me has made it significantly more entertaining reading the little description yeah the little descriptions are fun in that that regard yeah. there's depresso Weird. who's taken over the internet right now yeah, depresso. Big hit. yeah it's just <laughs> the one that i saw like that i actually laughed out loud about yeah was was the pokemon or the the pal named hang you yeah hang you yep there's a hang you pal <laughs> that is so dark but like that's for me that kind of that is literally gallows humor yeah there is a term called gallows humor and that is literally the personification of gallows humor which is my type of humor yeah it is so dark and just icky and i fucking laughed i like like they call him hang you and he's a news yeah flock is good i got man the duck named Flack is i like them there i mean there's 111 uh different different pals in the game with like plans for 170 and I think the other conversation that we haven't really discussed is the company's history when it comes to updating uh, early access titles uh, or perhaps lack thereof. And are they going to be able to handle this? Right. Cause like there's a lot of game here. Uh, I would say 30 to 60, depending on exactly what you want to do uh, in the game um, to get to like level 30 ish. Uh, it slows down immensely um around 30 to uh to continue moving forward but yeah the the company needs to like actually iterate and update and you know do early access stuff and hopefully with four million copies sold plus game pass on top of that uh they do right they continue to like push updates for all this um but that's just going to be a a time will tell uh for that um and i I hope they actually do update it because this game is a lot of fun I, I'm having a, a blast with it. Uh, and we'll continue now, I had a couple of questions. Play. Yep. A couple of questions uh, regarding like how close to Pokemon is it? Um, how much time do you spend in your menu? Uh, I mean, you're looking at like crafting things. Um, you're looking at like you do a lot of this. Just is like it 50% or more. <laughs> not really. Uh, I mean, okay. you know, here's the thing. It doesn't have not to not similar be. to Pokemon games then. Okay. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't have to be. It doesn't like have you to can be. you can catch each one of the pals up to ten times for experience bonuses. They do have randomized stats. You could min max putting like the right passive buffs in the right areas, have a perfect makeup in your party, that kind of thing. Or you can just run around and shoot shit. Yeah, that's the other you can just like you don't, all you don't really have to do any of this the, at the end of the day. And you could just go and catch a bunch of Pokemon for levels and then do bosses and explore and stuff like that if you want to. They do give you a lot of reasons for having a base. And yes. the base mechanic is very developed. So like you can you can put a lot of your base on autopilot with pals. It's automated. Back to yeah. your base. You're getting tons of resources. Like it's very meaningful to participate in that part of the game. Yeah. But you don't have to. You could also go out and mine all yourself and chop all the wood down yourself and grow your own food and you know it's totally up to you yeah the, the, i was i was yeah. mostly joking I because like i just like i watched a a, a speed run of a pokemon game from scdq and it's like just tons of menuing it's like you walk around a little bit and then you're like through your menu more menuing okay then you walk around a little bit and there's menu 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 yeah just like that that was the joke anyways sorry 
Uh, and but but actual actual honest question: um, Is there like evolutions? Do you like evolve no. your pals? There's not evolutions, but there is a okay. base building thing you can get where you can combine Pokemon into a stronger version. So it's not really an evolution, but there is like a take a whole bunch of pals and squish them together to make a Which more is stronger pal. Wild, by the way, because uh, the first upgrade code. I don't know if you looked into it. First upgrade is. The base four. and four. The, and the second next one is, is 16. 16. And then and I, 32. And I, we were talking about this. The is it 32? 64. <laughs> okay. That's not, it's actually not as bad as I thought because four to 16 is a 4X. Yeah. So I was worried it was going to be like it's 64 four, 16, what, 72, and then like 256 the, or something. The other thing I will say is later on in the tech tree, you do get a gun that allows you to capture or that allows you to shoot multiple pal Pals? balls uh at one time oh. and so oh, wow. that okay. that like grind slowly starts to decrease but yeah uh it can get kind of nuts um honestly i'm i'm just super excited uh for these devs next game i think it's called uh sorcery the assembly there you go yeah and i and i think that that that's gonna have a it's a card game and i think it's gonna have a lot of uh oh i don't card game that might just be a nail in the coffin though card game so yeah yeah did you know. say card game well i don't know z's yeah. response might maybe there is hope maybe it might do well mm. no it's a card game right is yeah. it you know, I, I really i really appreciate the people that got that joke thank you yeah thank yeah. you okay um <laughs> you're the real one <laughs> uh so yeah I, I i'm not sure what else there is i've i've seen level 50 mobs i've seen the legendary pals uh they're not super crazy there are like the elite four uh for pokemon people um Maybe they're shinies yeah they're shinies in the game they're actually meaningful not just cosmetic yeah they help they they usually uh usually they're have like passives the the passive stuff yep um and the, the the elite four also seem like you're gonna need to play for a while because like the first tower fight has like thirty thousand HP, and then the other ones that I've seen are like seventy, ninety, and then one forty thousand HP, which is it's a lot because uh, you're not doing that much damage, um, at least at the the level that I am around thirty. So maybe when you get an actual like fully. Uh, realized AR and like an equal level Palmon, you'll you'll be able to to cruise through that stuff. But yeah, uh, or just ride one or or hold one. It shoots egg explosives out of its butt or something. You know who knows in this game? Who, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. That's uh, another no, fun. This thing. game so is a clay every... creating machine. Like like oh yeah, something yes. that took the place of uh, Levo Company as far as like <laughs> clips I've seen on. No, no no, I'm just saying clips I've seen on Twitter. Like yeah. people just posting like. This is what happened recently in my Pal World game. Like it's so, nowhere near the juggernaut that Lethal Company was, but it's definitely like you know becoming that a little bit. Yeah. One fun thing, and I don't know if any Pokemon game does this because I don't play Pokemon, but I will say I find it really fun. Where every time you get a Pal, they generally have like a like an iconic active or passive ability, and they've had a lot of fun with that in this game. Where like you can get a pal, for instance, where it's pa you you get a pal, you capture it, that unlocks the thing on your tech tree to then make an Uzi. You make the Uzi. Well, when you have that pal out and you hold down F, he jumps on your head and starts shooting his Uzi at everything nearby. Yeah. Um, another bird pal lays explosive eggs. 
So if you make the right thing, you can hold down F, you pick the pal up, and you shoot eggs that explode out of its ass for a little bit of time. Um, there's pals that let you fly. There's pals that you can ride. There's pals that do passive things. and make. There's a pal that makes it so if you have them in your team, but not your active Pokemon, they still help your attack. So there's people that are like relaxing, yeah. having a bunch of those in your party with like a main one. So there's, there's like pal. all these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so there's all these like interesting synergies and party builds and lifesteal, different elements, Absolutely. attack. And as far heals, as I know, yeah. as far as I know, none of that is in Pokemon. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't I, know, I but I've never heard of that. Any, like maybe it is in like one of the Pokemon games. I haven't spent more than 30 oh. minutes in a Pokemon game. <laughs> I, I'm I'm the same way. I don't play. Yeah, I just I but, can't. Um, I but you know, remember. stuff stuff like that I found was was interesting. And also another interesting spin on this game. I played Pokemon I a of, for a day. I think <laughs> a, I think a lot of uh, Pokemon fans aren't quite understanding this angle because they're Pokemon fans. But for a lot of us non-Pokemon fans, it's kind of fun being able to participate in that world in a framework that I enjoy supremely more than any Pokemon game. I don't like the Pokemon games, but I've always liked the idea of got to catch them all, right? A whole bunch of fun things to collect and they all have stats. That's cool, but I don't like Pokemon games. So to have that system in a framework of survival builder, which is frankly my bread and butter, that's cool. I like being able to do that. I wish Pokemon would make a game like that. Like, it's kind of like, you know, like that would, that would bring, I think a lot of people in as it has with Pal World. And it makes me think that a lot of the reasons we're seeing the success with Pal World is is people that want this kind of game for Pokemon and just realize they're never going to get it, so they might yeah. as well, you know, go well, for that's, something that's going back to the <clears throat> the discussion about this game is the hope that Game Freak is seeing this and being like, oh, so people do want to play it higher than twenty FPS, <laughs> right? Or oh, so people do want like a fully realized three D world with more than five or six things in it, like. It's it's the hope that it's going to make Pokemon as a franchise better in the future, just because Absolutely. of this. Uh, and and as uh, as as they probably won't chatter, be shit, but Jill Valentine Sandwich says, Ooh, great name okay, there by the way. Great, yeah. Um, so you like survival games with knockoff Pokemon attached to it? Dot dot dot. <laughs> One second. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> it, it looks like that's exactly what I like. Yes, uh, I, I like sur- I like good survival games. Now, with I'm so knock I'm, off, what, what gotta you, snatch them all. Just, attack. Yes, I do. What did you just check, Cone? <clears throat> uh, the screen down below. Yeah. No, oh, you when went, he looked you off to the side. Like yeah, yeah. I was I was looking down at the gameplay, which is right below me. Oh, oh right okay, gotcha. gotcha. So I'm okay, so curious of like, where what community is that person from that has that opinion? Is that a Pokemon fan? Uh, that is that is interesting to think because like, like what, what perspective is from that comment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I is don't it like this kind of like oh how dare they use my Pokemon for this? Because I have thing? seen there's like a pretty big contingent of Pokemon fans that are upset at this because it's, oh completely because it's quote unquote ripping off Pokemon. Yep, and so that yep. might be what camp they're in. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm Jill, generally if you, if you don't mind telling us, <laughs> yeah, just completely yeah. out of curiosity, like where. <laughs> Where did where did that perspective where come from? You specifically, from? specifically the ellipsis at the end of the comment, yeah. where it's like dot 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 you f- you knave, <laughs> which is I hope what you said. I hope you I hope me so. a knave at the end I of hope that. So. I do. Yeah, I really yeah, do. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I I'm just I'm genuinely curious. Uh, I 
I think we're going to see a lot of discussion. I already have seen like uh, one other one of the other things is uh, there is a single community manager who, from my uh, <laughs> point of view, is doing quite well and is super friendly. Bucky? Yeah, and Bucky. Is that, is that, yeah, Bucky. Yeah, and he's been killing it, man. And they're getting like <laughs> ripped up because they've had two tweets from the official account that are like kind of not necessarily true. The one being uh, that it's the best, the most. Is it the highest concurrent of any paid game on Steam? Because any any game that's this. not free, I think, is maybe what it is. And that's because PUBG at launch was paid, and now it's free. And so PUBG actually is number one. Yeah, PUBG but, had like 3.4 million at one point. But when you go to like Steam DB or whatever the Steam charts is, PUBG is now free. And it doesn't recognize the fact that it wasn't when it launched. So that's... It, so like people are like calling them out on that for having like quote unquote yeah, untrue tweets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's like one community guy. So I'm kind of, maybe just give them, maybe just give them a little bit of a break and let them have some fun. <laughs> like some he's, fun. he's doing his best. Yeah. Just like celebrate the fact that they're killing it uh, in terms of, of sales and all that stuff. Uh, I've seen, there was another one too that I forget what the actual tweet was. That was quote unquote fake news. Did uh, did Jill ever respond, or did they exit? Uh, I didn't see it. They, okay. There's a lot going on in this chat right now. Okay. <laughs> so been, I yeah, may have this game it. is is the the hotness when it comes to the uh, the debates for sure. Um, well, I, I, I I'm looking at the Steam DB, the Steam DB info, and right now it looks like our world is 945,000 players right now, yeah. followed by Counter Strike at 801,000, Dota at 598. Yeah, it peaked at one point one. I shit you not. Guess what number four is? Baldur's Gate three. Baldur's Gate three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's way yeah. down the list, like as far as numbers, but it's number four at two twenty nine. Freaking yeah. awesome! At least that's what I'm looking. I don't know how reliable that is. I'm just looking at Steam database. That's it. Still crushing. Love it, dude. Um, Love it. Yeah. Anything else we need to add to the the Power World discussion? I, I guess if really my know. question now is. As someone who's put, I always have to, to like remove the fact that I play games for a living because come Enshrouded on Tuesday or whenever that game's come out, I'm probably going to check out Enshrouded. But a week from now, are people going to still be playing Power World? A month from now, are people going to be playing? Like, is there, is there is that there staying content? power? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, 60 hours is, is, uh, or it's like 50 hours is is still a lot for anyone and so i think that's like uh two or three weeks depending on how much uh people are actively all i know is playing. i can't wait for enshrouded man yeah i mean like i don't i'm, I'm yeah the, here's a question because i'm generally curious you've played it i have not will enshrouded be as like will it spread like wildfire do you think enshrouded is a more palatable alheim okay problem with that is that it's a more palatable valheim <laughs> okay so it's going to be interesting to see like is the influx of people who want a more structured survival experience that's a slightly more handholdy with better graphics or the influx of those players going to counterbalance the exodus of players that are like i already did this in valheim yeah okay now there's a lot of players like me who are like i can't get enough of this genre i just the more you have the better so you know i can't wait for enshrouded but it's it's 
it is there's a lot of Valheim and Enshrouded, but it, there's no question that it is it is an iterative experience in terms of a lot of new mechanics that it brings in. Like, you know, an actual fleshed out main quest. There's a lot of, of world mechanics that are different with like I think they call it the gloom or something. Okay. Um there's this whole like bring NPCs into your base and build them houses and stuff. Constructing is a little bit easier in a lot of ways. So I mean it's gonna be gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I wonder, too, like, how much of the hype around Power World will bleed off into, like, here's Enshrouded, and they, it, Power World didn't use AI art, but if they did, this one didn't, for sure. <laughs> like, is that going to be, like, a conversation around the game? I I guess we'll see uh, as, as the week progresses um, how, how successful it does, but... I do know that was a pretty big hit during the demo days that uh, that Steam did, and you guys both yeah. spoke highly about it. it so uh, it could have it. a pretty big launch uh, come Tuesday, which very weird uh, that we're in January and the <laughs> amount of games coming out is wild uh, right now. This next week has so many releases to it. And Cata goes, wait, are you saying you can build a base and have people live there and work? Sounds like a Power World ripoff, to be honest. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I don't know, um, man. I don't know. Yeah. So this next week, Enshrouded is is that Tuesday? Enshrouded is a twenty four. Okay, so that's Tuesday fourth. Yeah. I know Yakuza comes out on Friday. Um, there is there's Tekken. I think on Friday as well. Uh, oh, chat's saying Wednesday. Maybe early access is Tuesday or something. I'm not sure. Um, Tekken is Friday. What was that? Friday. Yeah. Te- Tekken eight same day is. Uh, is is the yeah persona 3 reloaded in a couple weeks yeah that's soon and then mm-hmm. i think next friday there's uh is does persona come out on the same day as grand blue on on the second i think that's a thing there's a bunch uh there's a bunch coming out and it's great because it's january and we we still have like all of these releases and we were very worried about it um but we'll see oh uh, wow what? Kind of an interesting side note here. Let's hear it. Somebody just pointed out, you guys know Jeff Grubb? Yeah, just yeah, tweeted yeah. this out, and I hadn't thought about this, but this is an interesting point. Let's hear it. How world is all the evidence you should need that we're currently at a 0% risk of going sub only. It is a Game Pass game that is also a top seller. Kind of interesting. I had not actually, I mean, I knew it was on Game Pass, but that's that's an interesting point. That's huh. an interesting point. The game's available for free, and it's still a top seller. Oh, by sub only, he means subscription services only yeah. outside of buying games. I'm going to use that yeah. as like a, a trampoline to jump to the other uh, bit of news this week. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of... Huh. Oh, and, and now people in chat are saying, but the Game Pass version is ass. It is actually bad. It's 1.0. So now, so now I'm wondering, it's like, did a lot of people do the Game Pass version? And they're like, this sucks, but I like it. And then went and bought it? It's, now hold on a second. The game was pass, that the plan? It might. They be. don't update them together. Like they don't like. For whatever reason, the game pass version is actually 1.0, and the current version is 1.02 or whatever on Steam. So many people in chat are saying that's what they did. Yeah. Oh, I'm. Oh my god. They're yeah. fishing for sales and with Game Pass. I, that's probably because <laughs> it's Xbox cert uh, bullshit. Like wow. certification. Interesting. I would think. I don't think that that's the dev. I mean. I just think they want more sales. It could be. I think this is five head stuff right here. Yeah. I mean, that is is serious five head shit, but most of the time it's Microsoft over a weekend, not being like, guys, we're not going to 
we're, we got to go through cert. Like we have to be able yeah. to push this through cert so that it works <laughs> on all Boxing of our chat in all the din chats flying. He just goes, it's just like crack. Yes, it is. <laughs> first, the also, first uh, hit of the first hit of power is world is <laughs> first hit of power world's free. But then if you want the good stuff, you got to pay for it. Yeah. That's right. Speaking of free, uh, if you're a yep. content creator on Twitch, check your uh, notifications because that's how I got Power World. Oh, yep. really? I got, yep. yeah. They sent out free yep. keys to everyone. And they sent out I free keys a... before it came out. Yeah. They, they actually gave yeah. early access. I got mine. Them, it cool. says four days ago. Oh, cool. I don't know if that was before or whatever. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, my, my mod is informing me that the early access version, which we had access to oh. two days before release, had things that even the Game Pass version doesn't have, like renaming PALs right now. Um, Interesting. Also, somebody just pointed this out. This is a game I loved. Uh, Linux Noob, love the name, says Everspace 2 actually also had a horrid Game Pass launch with versions mismatching, and a lot of people did not play it as a result. So that that very well may be a technical reason. It's got to be search shit. Yeah. Yeah. Be search shit. That sucks. Um, Let's use what uh, that, that tweet from... Uh, I didn't know that about Everspace 2. That's too bad, man. I love that game. Yeah. Use that tweet from Mr. Grubb to talk about uh, there was a bit of news coming out from Ubisoft uh, where a Ubisoft executive said, quote, uh, gamers need to get comfortable (laughs) not owning their games for subscriptions to take off um, when referring to the Ubisoft Plus Premium and Ubisoft Plus Classic subscriptions uh, that they recently, I think, rebranded or relaunched or something like that. Um, and this kind of spawned a, a pretty big conversation um, about <laughs> so many, about things. <laughs> so many people in chat. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, well, I think anybody who uses like like Game Pass and that kind of stuff, like subconsciously knows that, like, oh, oh. The Game Pass games aren't there forever. Yeah. So, Chad, Chad is being very vocal about the fact that apparently that quote was taken out of context. Oh what? Well, uh, sure, that would that that would make well, sense. Of course it was. Of course it was. Yeah, I mean, I mean it was on much. it was on Twitter, so yeah. you can yeah, assume yeah. it was taken out of context. Probably butchered down to make a point that somebody was trying to make. Absolutely, probably was. Yeah, okay. my my direct thing, and I think I already know how to combat what I'm about to say, but like Steam is the biggest DRM platform in our industry, so like they could all of our shit could be just taken away of. Yep. If Valve and you can get to. banned on Steam, yeah, and, you and can lose, lose your it. library, yeah, absolutely. So it's yeah. like the yeah, the concept of ownership there. If you're a Steam user, is uh, but the yeah. conversation there is like it's it's not a, 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 a it's not a service, it's not a subscription. You're not like paying Steam monthly type deal. So correct. I can already what poke exactly? holes in my difference. own statement. Big difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just <Big> difference. <laughs> hypothetically, like what exactly could get you banned from Steam? I mean, just oh. for the people who might want to know. As somebody actually, who knows you, most of what you do behind those doors <laughs> and off stream. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would just say that whole like getting media for your, your physical media for your thing is probably a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's gonna yeah. be any day now. I mean, that's 2,416 games that, that uh, if I got banned on Steam that I would, uh, that's just, that would be just sunk cost. And uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Zeke, that I've given you a new anxiety. I know. <laughs> that was not my intention. 
Oh, uh, my God. All right, now... I am banning Gabe and Emotes in my channel forever. There's no, I'm never, like, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> disallowing them. I... Oh, God. Um, our buddy. Oh, uh, uh, just funny note, Ziggler says, uh, continually charging back will actually get you banned pretty quickly. That's interesting. Oh. I, I had not heard any of that. Oh, see, I'm, I'm in no danger of doing that because I feel too bad. Even if the game is shitty, I made money playing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm, I'm the same way. If I stream something, it's like at that point. Yeah. Can't, can't really exactly. I mean, what, yeah. like uh, in my time on Steam, 2,400 plus I games, like, game. I think I've refunded I like four. Yeah, I, like maybe half a dozen. <laughs> I can't name the games that I've refunded, but I, I've done like maybe th- about that number, four or five. Hmm. No, I didn't refund King Kong, chat. I, I, I saw you the speedrun of that. Oh, that was at GDQ. At GDQ, yes. How fast was the speedrun? It was like thirteen minutes, uh, right? It was less. It was. I think it was. It was. I know it was less than an hour. Yeah. And I think it was around like thirty minutes. I think. But what okay. they did, they just they just jumped it to the edge of the map and just traveled to the end of the fucking game. Oh, for the most there you part. Go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, and they glitched the the final boss. Uh. It's so stupidly easily. Like I just yeah, oh, I've seen that. It was I've a seen treat to watch. Yeah. It was a treat to guys, watch. By the way, guys, he's talking about chargebacks, not refunds. Yeah, charging back and refunds are two different things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. What? I think they have an entire system. They have an entire system in place for refunding. You know, the whole two-hour thing, all that kind of thing. Chargebacks are when you like pay for something, play the hell out of it, and then. Tell your credit card that that was stolen and that you shouldn't have it. Kind of oh, okay, right. yeah, right, right, I've right. never done that. Yeah, yeah. If that's a thing, no chargebacks are shitty. Which makes like, sense. I, I mean, that, you know, that makes I sense did, to get uh, for that. Yeah, I did online sales for Thanks for the um, clarification. Chat. Pawn shop. People do that. I did this all the time. Twitch things <laughs> and chargebacks are one among the hardest things to fight because you're not fighting the person; you're fighting the credit card company. Yeah, and it's if someone charges something back, if unless you want to take it like. That's fraud. To like a, a, a time-consuming extent, you just say fuck it and then just count the loss. It mm. sucks. Chargebacks are terrible. Also, oh, yeah. the worst. that Kong run apparently 20, 12 minutes twenty-five seconds. Yeah, I, I thought it was low. I thought it was under thirteen. <laughs> I remember I watched that after I uh, spent time with the game. Um, anyways, what else do we got news? Uh, Halo apparently canceled a battle royale after years of work on it, which I. Halo? Yeah, there was apparently a battle royale that was uh, being worked on. This uh, is coming from Eurogamer reporting this. Um, I missed that, and it's no longer set for launch. Um, I don't know. They they didn't really get into the whys. I, like Halo's kind of on an upswing right now with their most recent thing. At least the numbers are increasing. Barry's um, been playing it a lot. Yeah, Barry. Barry's uh, our our. The the a resident the, Halo, yeah, I guess resident <laughs> Halo uh, yeah. uh, aficionado is has been playing it. Um, but you would think that like a Halo BR would just it would just be like an easy win. But maybe the, like it. maybe the days of BR is over. I, I don't know. <laughs> like for, Fortnite kind of just said like, oh yeah, we're the BR game, but we're also everything else. The game. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, it was never officially announced to begin with. So. Maybe that's why. Uh, we'd really love to know the the full uh, reason for that, but probably we'll never get it. Um, what else? God, Power is just all over it. 
every like million cells got a new post on this this uh <laughs> that I'm looking at. Uh, do y'all know or, or anything about the remedy and take two uh, logo oh, dispute? What was I, that about? I know. I know it's not news. Okay, Apparently it's it just was, like it a was thing. solved amicably behind closed doors. It's okay. whatever. It was. It was a, a some con, some conflicting stuff over some of the trademarking on the R sign and how it was being used in the gaming space and stuff like that. And apparently, the the, the thing people need to know is they talked about it and figured it out. Cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Done. That's it. It's it's. I, from everything I saw, it was not a big deal. Got it. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if there's something else there, but I I don't think it's so. Kinda yeah. weird. It's kind of yes. weird because I feel like I feel like it's like when I talk to my six and my four year old, they used their words and they figured it out. <laughs> That's strange. And done. Strange. Let's go play core keep. There you go. <laughs> um Rock Band 4 news. After eight years, they're done releasing DLC on January 25th. That'll be the last DLC of the Rock Band 4 era. They've been putting out DLC for 17 years. And then they get to announce Rock Band 5. Is there a 5? I don't know. I I, I don't think that's announced at all. Uh, but that's wild that they've been pushing out songs. Uh, still, I wonder how many chat does anyone know Wait, how many doing songs? It every week yeah how many songs are there in the oh, rock band damn. 4 catalog because that is why it was i'm okay my chat just said 2800 songs in total during the lifespan that's a shit ton that's a spicy licensing <laughs> bill right there yeah that's wild holy shit uh, Epic oh. owns harmonics now, right? They made that most recent Fortnite rock band thing. Yeah, they're just going to put rock band, rock band into Fortnite and call it a day. They, I mean, they kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> it's already out. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it yet. Is it any good? Has anyone tried it? I have seen a couple of TikToks on it. It seems fully competent, but I, I have not played it myself either. Um, what is this like Dragon Infinite Wealth stuff? Uh, apparently, Man, there's New Game there's, Plus three things okay uh, let's go through them let's talk about them okay there's well two 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 we'll talk about we're okay. going to talk about the third one okay. um not until after it comes out <clears throat> okay so so the the two big ones are first of all in very non-rgg fashion they locked new game plus behind an enhanced edition which is just i don't care how much money you're going to make from that the pr cost of doing something like that is just boneheaded there's yeah. no other way to say it. Like, come on, man. Like, seriously, that's, that's, it's, especially when you factor in by the time people are actually getting to New Game Plus in a game this long, the price has probably already dropped on it anyway. So it's just, it's just so weird. It's so weird. Um, but yeah, that, it, it, and people are saying classic Sega, but I don't know, man. We haven't seen this in other games from the Yakuza franchise. Well, they so did it, it is, for it seven, is... but only in Japan. Oh, I didn't hear they did it in Japan for that. So I was going to say they didn't do it. Or seven here yeah it was, um, it was only in japan that they locked it uh behind dlc interesting but and then the other the other thing and before i say this let me be perfectly clear this is not from my perspective because okay. from my perspective i understand completely why they did it it's whatever i don't care no whatever but they uh did a an early preview with xqc oh yeah. XQ, yeah, yeah xqc is a lightning rod for a lot of issues yeah 
And although the business perspective of probably handing him two large sacks with dollar bills on them to play the game early, um, and then exposing Yakuza to literally 50 plus thousand people who have probably never seen it before. Like it makes sense business wise. The only problem there is that that XQC publicly has a bit of a reputation that is not, we'll say universally loved. And on top of that, he has actually made disparaging comments multiple times about the Yakuza franchise, which, which the fans have noticed. So it's created this weird, it, it just, it just feels weird. And a lot. And, and if you see the post where they announced he was doing that and you look at the replies and stuff, it's not pretty. I mean, yeah. if they were trying to do like a PR push with it, it was not. They pissed off a lot of not, their fans. It sure they, is exactly. on brand. That's the big for thing. A, for a game subtitled Infinite Wealth to sponsor a guy who flaunts his infinite wealth against anyone <laughs> who ever criticizes him. <laughs> These are direct comments from the, Twitter. The, and the comments are, are like ripping XQC. Yeah, they're, it's really painful. No, 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 well, not only that. It's not necessarily ripping, ripping XQC apart. It's ripping RGG apart. Sure. We're for thinking that yeah. was a good idea. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's the part that kind of is the worst part It's a lot of them are not necessarily attacking XQC. It's being like, why did you do this RGG? Yeah. Like there's, there's even people saying they're like, yeah, I was considering buying this. I don't think so anymore. Like this is, I don't want to support, this is what you're going to do with the money I give you. I don't want to support this. And it's just like, man, talk about like open mouth, insert foot kind of a situation. Dude, so sc- if you scroll down a little bit, um, one of the comments is cancel the partnership with him. Make a partnership with Co-Carnage. <laughs> there Here's you go. The That's Co's alt account. Uh, what? <laughs> I I got. I have nothing. I have nothing to say about this <laughs> at all. And and I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. I'm I'm already working with him. So it's like I don't. There you go. This is not. This is not a. They chose him over Co kind of thing. This is a. They chose one of the biggest streamers in the world to promote their game. Like that's their business. That's what they're looking at. Right. Yeah. Looking like yeah. he's never played the game before in any meaningful capacity. He's got tens of thousands of people that work with him. Let's show them our awesome game. That's what they thought, right? They just do you think nobody really like, looked into his past, like or anything? They were just like, "This guy's fucking huge." No, they, says, they, yeah, well, it's just numbers. It's raw numbers, yeah, dude. They yeah, did, numbers. they clearly did not look into it further than just yeah. raw numbers. That's all it is. And there's people that are kind of like being vocal about that, like, "Yo, cut RGG a break. This is business, whatever." And then there's the people that it's like we were talking about with the AI pal stuff, the Starfield stuff. They see a place where they can kind of like, you know, they can get mad over this. So they're going to get mad over it. Sure. And they, and they are. Yeah. So yeah, a very weird week for like a dragon. I feel like it was, it's really very unfortunate because this game looks so cool and it looks so badass, and there's clearly so much love and passion poured into it. And to have this be what happens like the week before it releases, it's just kind of sad. It's just kind of sad because it'll, the worst part is both of these things are just marketing bullshit. Yeah, it'll it'll be the people, forgotten the people about that made this in a week. I hope though. so. The I, people I that made the game have nothing to do with this. They have nothing to do with it. They didn't. They don't decide where do game plus goes in the stuff. They don't decide what streamers get to promote it. So it's like the people that are that are that should be kind of held up and appreciated for like a dragon are just getting like totally overshadowed by this. Frankly, bullshit. It just sucks. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, it was also funny in terms of the uh, the content of said stream. Apparently, he went and found the mahjong uh, that you can gamble on as fast as possible, and that's what the majority of that was the, rest of the stream. <laughs> that was the sponsored stream. Is gambling. chat teaching him how to play mahjong because uh, oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't know. He also didn't know the game was turn based. 
there's a pretty funny clip going around on uh, like game journal Twitter of him not knowing how to play the game and then like interacting with a an NPC uh, combatant and realizing that it's turn based. So yeah, fun all around uh, from that sponsor. Fun all around, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, well, I mean, let's not dog on a person who immediately opens up an RGG game and goes finds the mini games. Like, let's not let's let's pull that back a little bit. Sure, okay, yeah, because uh, you know that's some that maybe that's some about people how they enjoy the games. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, come on, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, AGDQ 2024 has concluded they raised $2.5 million for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Foundation, uh, foundation. Uh, that puts them at $48 million uh, raised for charities across the globe since it started 14 years ago. Um, so they will be crossing potentially $50 million uh, at the 15th event or the 15th year. I guess there's summer, so it'll still be 14 years now. Um, I I can't wait to hear like what is their total now? It's got to be like near that's what I just said forty eight million. Forty forty eight million. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said four point eight. Oh Jesus! No, no, no. They're at forty eight million uh, across all fourteen years. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, they got a lot. Gee, man, they got a lot. Um, Zeke, I know you watched a lot of it. Watched some of it. Uh, how? How is GDQ these days? Is it like from from a content uh, perspective, not necessarily it's still very successful obviously 2.5 million yeah. is nothing to to you know poo poo on. Okay. Um but yeah, how how is the content of it? Uh Zeke. It's good. It's 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 honestly like like my two like I wouldn't say my favorite times of year, but like it's nice to know like for you know a couple of weeks because i'll watch the vods too like for a couple of weeks i don't have to like oh what can i what should i watch like because i got i got that i I watch the live event when it's a game i like and then i watch the vods uh when it's not i watch like you know some of the stuff live um that's why like i was like uh, i want to take one day off and i was like friday or saturday which one and i was like i'm gonna take off saturday because they did like the lies of p run they did um uh uh well i i can't remember because i've been just watching it nonstop, so i don't know i can't remember which one was live and which one wasn't but yeah there was a lot of a lot of good live content um uh saturday and uh it's the thing about gdq is that i've discovered more and more is that i will i prefer watching the vods because really then the because they have a lot of downtime in the middle of games and uh it's i'm not exactly sure like what their reason i'm sure there's a a very good reason whether it's you know tech needs time to set up it doesn't seem like that would be a problem like you think you think like during the game that's going they could be setting up the next game so i'm guessing it's not that i'm guessing that the downtime is for you know uh uh reading off donations or something like that um i'm not sure the ins and outs of it but got it the don't more give, i watch don't, don't say too much go. i don't want you to get banned <laughs> right right exactly um and now no, i'm like, banned fuck god damn it. it's good content like i i enjoy watching the vods because then i can i can skip to the actual game being played and stuff like that and it's it's the 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 place where a bunch of different games 
Because if you're a speedrunner, if you like watching speedrunners, like you have to like jump around to uh, you know 100 different channels to get what you get in GDQ. Like you get all kinds of different games, games you never heard of, old ass games, dumb games, uh, like new, popular new games. Like, whoa, I watched the, the Baldur's Gate 3 like fucking showcase of how fast you can actually beat the game in different ways. Like there was the, the first one was the all acts, meaning you do what is required to complete all three acts. And it still was under an hour. You know, you, you get whatever the thing is and you get that, that thing done in each of the acts, but you like, you like skip around to do that. Yeah. Um, and then they did like this dev room within the game, like this dev room showcase where by dev room, I mean, like you see where they store certain things in the game, like uh, uh, certain like NPCs, certain items, certain whatevers. They like have this like room that's completely separate from the game where they put like key items, key people, like shit like that, just waiting in the wings for you to like interact with them or whatever. And it was really, it was really cool to see, like, it's got like that, you know, that dev like checkerboard, like chessboard floor. Sure. And you just see them like these NPCs just like standing there, like dolls, like mannequins just waiting, you know, it was really cool to see. Um, And then they did the hundred percent, which was like super short, like 10 minutes or something. It was crazy. What, uh, what did the dog run? I heard like that. That's. I made a joke uh, on stream because they were like, yeah, dog did a, a speed run. And I was like, so that's where they're at with content now. Like they've run every game as fa- and now we're letting dogs. <laughs> oh, that was, that was cute. That was cute. I didn't watch the whole thing, but that was cute. Uh, this guy had a, um, I can't remember the, the breed of dog, but um, he played gyromite. And okay. what, I, I'm not what familiar you, with gyromite. You, let's see. Gyromite is an old NES game. Oh, okay. Um, All right. And I think it came with Rob the robot. Like, I think that was the game. Yeah, it was Shiba Inu. Thank you. Um, that was the breed of dog. But uh, Gyromite is this really, like, you can make it, like, super easy. Yeah. And all he did was, like, he put this, like, game pad uh, on different colors. And he made these huge, like, pads. So he'd be, he'd be like, all right, you know, uh, step here. And the dog would go, uh, and it would keep his, keep his paw there until the uh, the guy was like, okay, now sit. And he'd, he'd take his paw off and sit back. And basically, you have this guy that's, like, walking like Mr. Magoo. You have this guy that's, like, walking, and you have to, like, take these pipes and lift them up so he can walk through that. So he was just guiding the dog as the guy was, as the Mr. Magoo guy was, like, walking to the end of the level or whatever. Jeez. And it was cute. And I, 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 have a, I have a battery for cute. It, it filled up pretty quickly. I was like, oh, this is cute. And now I'm done. That's good. I got it. <laughs> nice. And I'm done. Nice. Yeah. It isn't my dog, so it, it, I, I don't have the capacity to sit there and stare at you. <laughs> if it was my dog, I'd be like. There you go. There you go. And yes, I do, th- I do this because my volume button is my camera picture taker on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Here I thought you were using an actual camera, but no one does. No, that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah. no one does that. No, no cameras at all. Um, push to talk. GG. Uh, I'm only shining it out because I'm not going to spend too long uh, discussing it, but uh, they put up a article, uh, an interview uh, with, I didn't realize this was the name, 
of Lethal Company's uh, developer. But Zekers yep. is the name. Uh, it's a very, uh, very cool interview because apparently he doesn't do that many interviews. Um, I think he's like 23. He was 21 when the game got pushed out. Anyways, uh, the reason I bring it up is within the article, uh, they say that they can estimate with some certainty, they talk about how and, and why and, and where they're getting the numbers from, that Lethal Company has most likely sold more than 10 million copies and generated more than $100 million in revenue. So shout out to Zekers being 21 years old and having a Wait, shit ton 10, of money. You said 10 million copies? 10 million copies. Likely sold more than 10 million copies and generated more than 100 so million add, in revenue. You can go ahead and add a zero on that. Yeah. $100 million. Well, $70 million. Yeah. The steam, steam cuts and all that stuff. Steam 30%. Into that. And taxes yeah. probably. But still, he's doing very well. He's doing, uh, he's doing okay. Yeah. He's doing okay. Yeah. He started, th this is also uh, a crazy thing. He started publishing games that he had created within Roblox when he was 10. And he's been making and publishing games since then. And he's released uh, on Roblox 12 different games. And then he put games on itch.io after that. Uh, and just continued uh, pumping stuff out, which... It it really made me think like this is kind of that's that's how the next generation. I'd love to talk to Rami about it. Like that's the next generation of game game devs, right? Is the people yep. that live through like the Minecraft and and are living in the uh, the Roblox era now. That is so uh, foundational to like being able to build that stuff. Um, so it's really cool. It was a really good interview. It was uh, push to talk .gg who had that. Um, it's quite lengthy as well. So. I just thought that number was people love numbers these days. Hundred million in in revenue, um, with ten million plus sold from Lethal Company. It doesn't seem to be stopping. Like, did didn't you say that was in the top five, Zeke, when you were looking at that list on Steam in terms of concurrent or something like that? Oh, Lethal Company. Yeah, yeah. It's still, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it on the top five. No. Oh, okay. It's not in um, top five anymore. It's still wildly popular. I think it's not gonna as long as they keep pushing mods and stuff for it. I'm sure. It'll continue to be the company uh, is let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine it's number ten okay number ten it's still with, crazy uh, players now at this moment or whatever one hundred sixteen thousand peak one thirty eight thousand uh, over twenty four hours wow so yes it is still wildly popular it's doing well doing okay yeah doing okay yeah um I think that's kind of it for. Uh, news chat, did we miss anything uh, that you want us to go over? Saw, I saw the stuff about uh, Foam Stars, and it's like 0.01% AI art, which, which is in the game. And so that's I also kind of love big. how Square Enix comes out and was like, please don't compare our game to, uh, to, to Splatoon. I did see that headline, <clears throat> yeah. And it's just like... Why wouldn't yeah, you want that um, comparison, though? I don't... you... No. Yeah, like why wouldn't why no? Like how no. Because Splatoon is bad. I don't I feel like I would if I'm getting compared to a game that sold that well and it would entice people to play Splatoon it. Splatoon is wildly popular. Yeah. Like it's 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 and but then it, what's even weirder is like you literally iterated on that game. Like you 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 took 
Splatoon and you made this variant of Splatoon. It's it's it that that would be like Pal World going, "Hey guys, please don't compare us to Pokémon, okay?" Please, just don't. Okay, this is these are pals. These aren't Pokémons. Okay? This is our thing. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I feel like that. It's like, would, come on, man! Like, come on! Seriously, don't, don't, just don't do that. It would help them. Um, I got linked an article. When was this published? Today. Uh, according to CSGOCaseTracker.com, dot uh, com, which a is is a website, they did a twenty twenty three year review and said that more than four hundred million cases were unboxed in 2023 in CSGO oh. with CS players spending more than a whopping $980 million on case keys. So 20 million shy of a billion dollars on cases within Counter-Strike. Funny story, 85% of that uh, spent amount on cases was by streamers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably not wrong there. Probably not wrong. Also, uh, by the way, um, somebody in chat said, Co, you took that Square Enix quote out of context. Of course I did. I read it on Twitter, and it's much funnier that I did. Yeah, it's so, much funnier that way. Much funnier. I concur. Yeah. Um, that is that is a wild uh, one. I wonder if... I How the lo- fuck are you going to be outraged if you don't take shit out of context? I know, like, right? Thank you. True. Thank you. That's true. I wonder if Steam slash Valve will ever release earnings ever to be like they yep. have no reason to no they have no absolutely zero reason to ever absolutely do it. no reason to unless no. unless it's like the unless for some reason gabe's like yeah i guess it's time to show you how big my you know what is that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what i was gonna do that's exactly like gabe wakes up one morning and he's like you know what i would like the world to see my e penis. That's what I would like them to see today. And, he, and he's got a big red button in his kitchen. He's been waiting for this moment. And he's just like, Boop. and then all of a sudden, like on the Steam Twitter, just all these metrics get posted. And he just leans back, drinks his coffee, and he's like, yeah, felt good. It's got, I mean, if they're making a just shy of a billion from cases alone, holy shit, that company has to just be making just ungodly amounts of money and i love this weird this weird middle gray area they put themselves in with csgo skins where it's like well we're not gonna support it but if you're gonna use third-party sites to establish value to them and trade them i mean what are we gonna do right we'll just keep selling your cases i guess i mean i guess you have to consider right power world sold four billion copies of the game steam got what 30 percent of that what's the the sharing oh yeah yeah 30, like, i think it's a pretty hard 30 unless there's special contracts they got man yeah <laughs> chat's like zeke went to open a box he couldn't take it he's off on his other computer opening cases right now i know i know it's tough it gets lower the more you sell oh okay still though i mean they still have to be making just a fuck ton of money 100 percent. i would love to know uh, we didn't ever talk uh, about the enhanced broadcasting beta because um, I think we're doing like Game of the Year show or whatever. Uh, we've only done two shows this month. So 
Uh, we can uh, we can talk a little bit about it. I'm sure it's been uh, pretty well seeded throughout the Twitch community, so a lot of people are already going to know everything we're about to say. Um, but they announced the enhanced broadcasting beta. I don't. Do you know if anyone's been in it yet, Co? I I know we can like opt into it, but I don't know um, of anyone that's been I accepted. Am, I am not in it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know of anyone that has. Although weirdly enough, I I have seen things on Twitter about people posting like effects of it well, i know that so i i guess some people are in it uh, uh barry sent me the i think it's the obs a obs developer who's been streaming with it um or a a version of it um he the stream title is something like the best looking 1080p on twitch stream or something like that um but i know that people are using it um ron who uh i I don't mean this despairingly, Ron. I apologize. But he used to work at Twitch, so I would uh, think he would be in the know. He's saying that it should be starting next week or something. So, um, yeah. Oh, for the people in chat saying, is this a bad thing? No, I think generally this is a good thing for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I would say it, it yeah. generally is. This is this um, is a, a large, a, I don't want to say a leap, article. because it's not, not really leaping anything. It's catching up. Is what it's doing. Yeah, I stream with but, everyone already on YouTube, so it's not. Yeah, this this is this is a, a a it is a better way to transmit higher quality images, higher quality streaming, with more taxation on the person sending it, but less requirements on the people receiving it. So you do have to have for like a, you know I think what a four thousand series GPU and you need all this stuff to send it out, but for you guys. Or less bits, higher quality image. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong there. That's pretty much how it works, right? Yeah, yeah. Le- less, so, yeah. Yeah, you, you will you will be using less bandwidth for a higher quality image, which is yeah. awesome. Just, just good. And the the so. the Twitch thing, um, the the enhanced broadcasting beta portion of it is that essentially it's like you hit a you hit start stream and it just automatically does everything kind of for you that's what they're promising is that they're going to be able to with the help of nvidia deliver the best stream possible to a viewer okay. with the broadcaster not having to do anything um, like, right? when you say not do anything, you're talking about like settings and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So right, right here, it says first it will create multiple encodings of your stream using dedicated encoder resources in your GPU. Having multiple encodes allows video encoding to occur on your streaming device, multiple resolution, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and second, this capability will provide an automatic configuration option to OBS that will optimize your settings based upon the processing power of your computer and your upload bandwidth. So it'll take all that to an account and just do it. You won't have to do anything. You won't have to get your settings right in OBS, as it says in this article. There's no need for trial and error offline with bitrate and other technical settings. Once enabled, you can feel confident that you've got the right settings to create a great experience for your community. Um, so if that, that always, works as advertised, little, it's great. I was going to say, that always makes me a little nervous because if there's any errors in the process of it selecting the best stuff, it's like that could be all sorts of problematic. And this is a beta. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's optional. I'm yeah. hoping that all the automatic stuff is optional. Yeah. I don't I don't do anything automatic in my OBS, so that would be kind of weird. Yeah. But for I'm sure many casters don't. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they don't. I I would say 
I would think a large majority of broadcasters, however, uh, do. They just set it to the default and hit start and go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this could be a really cool thing. And I think for Twitch, this could actually be, like, cost beneficial to them. Because it won't, they'll be able to have, like, a standard across the entire platform and won't have any outliers, potentially. If you If also, you opt in to use this. So this is interesting. If you scroll up, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering about this, and, and I, I, I this for? is right on, right on the cusp of my understanding on how this functions when you factor in our side and Twitch's side. But it says there, having multiple encodes allows the video encoding to occur on your streaming device at multiple resolutions. Yeah. Now, one big thing about Twitch is that one of the reasons it has to push so much bandwidth is because it's doing it and it's doing the encoding on multiple resolutions on their side, which takes up a lot of, so I'm wondering if enough people were to use this, would it free up stuff on Twitch's side yep. to be able to do And So we would get, we would have multiple resolutions being done externally, which could be a big plus. We'd be using less bandwidth due to the new encoders, which would be a big plus. So it sounds like that could be really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. As long as exactly going back to what you said, it works. It and all it, works. And it's exactly. not, it's not, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't have like a an issue <laughs> in any step of that, right? Like that's the biggest deal. Um, if this release works. Would you stay on 1080p or go to 1440? So here's here's where it gets interesting. So one of the reasons I don't do 1440 is because I maxed it at eight kilobit upload, like most partnered streamers. If I yeah. try to do 1440, I can. We're supposed to do six, to do it, but we do eight. If yeah. I try to do 1440 at 60, it becomes a Picasso painting no matter what I'm doing. So. We don't know yet how much AV1 is going to affect this. I would love to stream at 1440 and then like set my channel default at 1080. Well, that way, if you come to my channel, it's always 1080. But if you wanted, you could kick it up to 1440. I think that would be awesome. But it, depending on how much data it moves, a lot of times streamers don't necessarily want to just max their quality and stuff because a huge percentage of our viewers do not have the bandwidth to pull that down. So it all depends on how good this is at the end of the day. Yeah. I, also I would how say, much I want people to see my pores and wrinkles. That's, that's exactly right. I would say that we, we do know the preferred bit rate to video resolution. It's just not utilized at all on Twitch. Like YouTube yes. has video. Uh, right now I push 1440 P60 to YouTube, but it's at 24,000 bit rate, which is three X what we use on three X what we can do. And ours is already yeah. pushing maximum. So yeah. it, and that's with AV1. So if anything, it's now, probably... You, gonna... have, you, have you attempted lowering that? Uh, the bit rate? Yeah. No. Have you tried doing 1440 I, at 12? I have not messed around with like what it looks like at lower um, bit rates. If you are ever into it, you are in a unique position to test that. I would love if you could. Yeah. Just I, be like, what is the lowest you could get that bit rate? Because, I mean, you theoretically, you could do this at 12. I mean, if you go over your bit rate, it, it doesn't like make the image quality even better. Like you get to a point where it caps and then you're just sending extra. Yeah. yeah. So because the pipe is bigger, it's not going to process more or deliver more. It's just going to deliver the max, however much more you give it. Yeah. So I do wonder like what your max is. Yeah. I don't know what the, uh, what, it, what, how it would look like. Uh, the YouTube recommended is 24,000. That's not just like a number. Oh, it I, is. Yeah. That's okay. not the number that okay. I pulled from somewhere. That's what they recommend. So what's. What's their recommended for 1086? Uh, I could pull it up real quick. I'd have to, let's see. I wonder if it's eight. 
which would be weird. Um, let's. No, my chat. My chat is still in C Ramathon mode, and and someone was shouting, "Try compatibility mode, Co." <laughs> um, that so... never works. Don't ever suggest that it never works. 1080p60 on YouTube, uh, minimum bitrate is 4,000. Maximum is 10,000 suggested uh, using, sorry, maximum bitrate for AV1 is 10,000. Recommended bitrate for H.264 is 12,000. So So we're at 66% the recommended value that YouTube says for the exact encoders and stuff we do on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's a little weird, but... I mean, it's... Okay. I... I don't watch any of my streams on Twitch anymore, if I can. I go to YouTube, because it looks so much better. I get asked all... It looks so much better. At least once a day, and sometimes more, um, especially... From my YouTube viewers, they're like, yeah. when can you stream on YouTube? When can you stream on YouTube? Like, like, why aren't you streaming on YouTube is what I get asked all the time. Because you could, I mean, I've got a five gig connection. So it's like, I'm literally yeah. just like stuck in this weird no man's <laughs> land of not being able to deliver significantly higher quality stuff, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, long story short, uh, very curious to see this enhanced uh, broadcasting beta begin. People are saying potentially next week uh, is when people will be accepted into it, um, and it could be a a good change um, for kind of all involved uh, for broadcasters, for viewers, and for Twitch. Uh, if you know, as we said multiple times, everything works. Um, we'll have to see. It, it's it's posted or yielded good results thus far on the handful of streams from like the OBS devs. Um, that have been out there and that stuff should, it was floating around in my chat. If you're wanting to look to see what that actually looks like, uh, you could probably find the VODs of those, uh, streams, uh, already, already out. Um, Oh, someone said some are already being accepted via the discord. I guess there's a Twitch official discord that they're, uh, already accepting people into. So cool. I'm sure that stuff will come up next week and we'll, uh, we'll take a look at it if it's worth chatting about. Um, what um, else for anyone wondering uh, from my community about this, like this is not a button that fixes the content of my channel. So <laughs> correct, it's not going to have much of an effect on, on, on me. Yeah, but Zeke, we really need to see alone in the dark three in all its glory. <laughs> like we need, we need that 1440 60. What Jack and Daxter one, like, come on, man, this is important. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you do. You, you sure do. Yep. You need to see all the polygons. All 160p? Yeah. Oh, my God. All the FMV videos that are, I shit you not, mostly in 640 by 480. Yeah. And even yeah. then, they're, they look terrible. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we did cover the Xbox event on Thursday. Uh, the, we, we were all in a, a discord call and watched that live. Um, so not too much to really discuss there. Oh, I, yeah, I, we could gen, general just for me was like avowed kind of a cool looking thing, but a lot of people were maybe underwhelmed. Um, cinema 
was uh, cinema. Nothing new there. Yeah. Um, Aura is not really a, a game that I would generally play, but people that uh, are interested in playing that said that it looks cool. And then I think Indiana Jones being the the fourth and final thing they showed. Um, I guess the 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 visions of Mana game was also in there from Square. Um, but yeah, Indiana Jones being the the final game they showed uh, was the correct choice and actually looks really fun. Um, and and kind of excited to play that. Uh, even even if Todd is in that uh, as an executive producer, which a lot of people love to let us know their opinions on, but yeah, I think the general reaction was oh no. Yeah, in in all of our chats, it was <laughs> oh, oh god, no. it's him. He's here. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we will have uh, the game director of Avowed on. Uh, I think next Sunday is when uh, they're actually slated to be on. Awesome. Um, so we'll have them on for about 30 minutes towards the end of the show and uh, be hitting them with the questions. Most likely, uh, Co will be the one uh, with the majority of those, as I think he's the most avowed uh, minded of the three of us. But we'll all have stuff to say I'm, and ask and all that. Yeah. I am, I am super excited for Avowed. I was definitely underwhelmed with what I saw at the conference. But to be fair, I went in with very high expectations. I wanted to be super wowed and I wasn't. Yeah. Um, the, the environments look great. Characters look good. It looks like it's going to be voice acted. That's great. Um, the problem was the combat looked really light. Like for first person games, I think a lot of times having a, a real sense of weight, a real sense of impact and things like that can really make it feel more visceral and immersive. The combat looked very, very light, especially with the wands. Like, he was just like, pew, pew, pew. And, like, the enemies were barely reacting, and he was barely reacting. It was just, it just felt a little, um, looked a little strange. And then the part that really stuck out to me was the voice acting. Um, I, I was, was very unimpressed um, by the voice acting, especially considering that PoE 2, and a lot of people don't know this, PoE 2 was one of the Pillars of Eternity 2, was one of the first fully voiced CRPGs. And it was great. It had like Mercer in it, playing two different characters. Like there was a, a lot of really, and, I, and I'm going to play it again probably before Avowed. Um, there was a lot of really great work in that game. So it was very strange how kind of like casual and unimmersive the voice acting felt in, in what little we saw in this. Um, and it also seemed like some of the, the normal, more iconic, really good obsidian writing was not really there with what they showed and the part that makes me most concerned about this is they're supposed to be putting their best foot forward here you know this is like your big showcase like some of the first time you've seen stuff from avowed like in the game and i felt like it was supposed to be i just i just again i expected more i expected more i expected to be wowed by it and instead i came back kind of like that felt kind of not really part of the world and not really immersive and yeah i don't know just a little strange a little strange yeah sorry i'm still stuck i'm, I'm thinking about the voice acting in that game dumb baby was a line that uh, we really had a lot big of fun dumb with. baby <laughs> big dumb yeah. baby yeah um i didn't really see and, and this might be the Looks pretty though the yeah it's, it i think it looks good uh this might be or it might answer my question, but I didn't see like much discussion after the show around Avowed. Um, and so I, I really wonder 
now with this being the second showing and that kind of being the general consensus that I've uh, viewed, at least in our communities. There like, it is. And I was a dumb baby. How do you get, uh, how do you get hype around this? Like what, what do they, what, I guess, what do they need to do to generate the hype for you, Co? Like fix for everything me, you just said. I, <laughs> I like they showed a couple wands and like a sword and some stuff. I want to see a real showcase at the different ways to play this game. I want to see much more in depth on how can I make this playthrough mine and okay. not just another random, you know, first person adventure game. Uh, I want to know how they're tying this back to the other two games. Like, why is this a Pillars of Eternity game and not a new IP? Like, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing what a boss fight looks like. Is it just going to be a sponge against an enemy with a couple moves? Or is it going to be something big and like a set piece that I'm going to take away and be like, that was amazing. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't get a real sense of, yeah, yeah. How many bears can I in this game? I mean, let's be real. I was, I was, uh, mentally workshopping questions for next week. And right now I'm at, probably be the first one. I'm at what's your bear sex moment. Yeah. No, no, funny enough, you, you say that. You say I that. had like three but questions like, to ask, you fuckers. God damn it. I gotta take one off. All what's right, fine. your bear sex moment? You know, we what is the bear sex would be my question. But no, the, the to go to go back to <laughs> a real answer. Um, <laughs> I wanna know why this is going to be the next big obsidian game. What about this game is going to going to wow me and make me be like, oh yeah, that was better than Fallout New Vegas. Or that mm. was better than Outer Worlds. Why am I going to say that about this game? I did not leave this with anything that answered those questions. Sure. Which is unfortunate because that's exactly what I was hoping to see when I went into it. Makes there sense. Yep. Makes sense. That being said, I want to say, as many people in my community know, I am most critical about the things I love. So I, I'm still like totally into Avowed. I'm going to explore. We're going to do a 100% run of this game. I can't wait to play it. It's going to be awesome. Like our playthrough is going to be great, even if the game's not great. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to love this. It's P. It's more POE. I'm I'm already sold. Yeah. So, so what I'm you know, I, I'm still that. I'm what I'm hearing is that you, is that you love me. You're you're most critical Let's, of the things things you love. Hold on. Or abhor. Uh, abhor. I should have added that. I'm most critical oh. about ninety percent. <laughs> most of the things I love, or abhor. There we'll be right back. We got to talk to think, Zeke. Let me just mute up. Uh, you guys will be, give me like five. Okay, hold on. <laughs> we need one of those signs from the Xbox conferences. Like, where's the rap? No up? name calling. <laughs> Keep an open mind. Yeah, that's right. We need from, from the RTS. Do not yeah, use no titles. titles. Yeah. No titles. <laughs> Zeke, you're a whole, wait, no titles. Correct. Yeah. No titles. Uh, cool. We got an hour. Let's talk about stuff we've played because it's been three weeks since we've talked about it. What What's first to mind? We got Alone in the Dark three. Co, I guess let's <laughs> we'll shuffle over to you. What have, What have you played in the past month that we have not discussed? Oh, um, we should try to go try to go back to Cyberpunk, but unfortunately, a big part of my build is because I need to do the other half of the DLC. I was actually really pumped for that. Oh, okay. But it, it turns, like, a big part of my build is fatalities. I have all sorts of passive abilities that activate if I fatality somebody, and the most recent Cyberpunk patch broke those. So, for those wondering why I, like, started going back and then stopped, it's because my, my build is currently broken. So I'm looking forward to uh, going back and doing that later. Um, on top of that, also, uh, checked, I did a sponsor stream of a game yesterday called The New Cycle. 
uh, fans of an older game called Banish should check that one oh, out. Okay. It is basically a post-apocalyptic take on like a Frostpunk Banish style game. I only played it for a couple hours, but it was really cool. And uh, I had a good time with it. I'm, it's early access now. I'm definitely going to be checking that out later. Um, it is very much a try to manage your city while terrible things happen. Um, you know, balance all the resources, move through the tech ages, build the new buildings. Kind of have an, has an anno vibe to it as well. Where you have like different types of citizens and you need to make sure they're getting the right stuff and all that kind of thing. While I was playing, a lightning strike destroyed one of my buildings and killed two people. So, and I saw oh. in the little preview thing that apparently um, like, as you go further and further into the game, and especially on some maps, there's all sorts of terrible natural disasters that can happen. And then a very interesting thing on this is they are bringing in factorio slash satisfactory style automation to the later part of the game, where you're actually sketching out conveyor belts and like different lines to go into buildings and craft things and conveyor belts on conveyor belts and splitters. And like that whole thing is apparently a big part of the end game, which is interesting. It's a whole world map mechanic as well. It seems like, although it's not doing a huge amount of what I would say is like wildly original stuff to the genre. It's pulling all sorts of fun stuff from other types of games of this type. And it seems to be delivering them pretty well in the two hours I played. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, again, that's new cycle for people that like new that kind of cycles. Stuff. Yeah. New cycle. And it just went into early access like three days ago. So yeah, definitely check it out. Cool. Um, on top of that, been playing a lot of finals still. I actually, I wrapped up finals. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of done? done with it. I, oh yeah. I, I played you, it for like, I saw you playing another yeah, game, which we'll talk about. I'm I played sure. it for like 30 hours and I had a great time with it. I mean, it's fun, but at the same time, like, you know, it's, it's, it's another first person competitive shooter. I mean, it, 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 it was not rewriting the book enough for me to kind of like want to dive in long term. Um, but I had a great time with it and I, and, and everything I've said by it, I still rings true. It was a fun game. I could see myself diving into it later, especially if Barry was like, Hey, want to play finals tonight? I'd probably say yes. Yeah, they just, um, they had like update 15, I think is the latest mm-hmm. thing. So I don't know if that was out or if that's promised, but yeah, they're still doing well with all that. And, uh, then I also moved into escape from Tarkov. Made a little, made yeah. a little return to Tarkov. How was that? Yep. Are you, uh, are you obviously they just had a wipe what a week ago two weeks ago it's, it's been a, uh, bit. a little bit ago yeah yeah a little bit ago um, so they've added a new map that only low-level people can play on which i think is oh awesome. really i didn't know yeah, that there's a brand new map it's called like ground control or something and apparently you can only play up to it like level 15 or 20 and then you oh, can't cool. do it anymore and there's a whole bunch of newbie quests in it too and stuff so that's kind of awesome level 19 thank you now and, does, um, does that just put are people just <laughs> smurfing in that or are you like i mean i would assume so yeah like that seems very but i mean i I didn't go in there (laughs) i i did that map uh more than a few times and i at no point got like overwhelmed by a the big thing here's the thing sure smurfing is a thing in tarkov but it's an entirely different thing to smurf not really smurf it's an entirely different thing to play against a good player versus a good player in endgame gear sure so yeah. that's the big thing with Tarkov. Like there, there, there comes a point in Tarkov where if you're playing against an enemy in good enough armor, your ammo literally will not hurt them. And it's like, you know, there's nothing you can like skill. doesn't matter at that point. Cause the gear the gear is, is such a, a crevasse away from each other. Um, but with this, it's like, you can only get so much gear to play on this map. It doesn't matter how, I mean, sure. You may know the map back and forth and be a great FPS player, but you're still going to get shot in the head. If someone sneaks up behind you and die. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of cool. Um, I like that. Uh, just, My last run yesterday, those... I had, Sorry, just for those who who don't know, and had I had to look it up too because I just I was kind of iffy on the meaning. But smurfing is a term that refers to player using a secondary account 
in a video game to compete against less skilled players, either for fun or to intentionally ruin the experience for others. Or to yes. gain shit. Yeah, I think they left that out. There are some games that are so far into it that they, they make smurfing illegal, where they don't want you to do it in the game. But yeah. a great example is League Dota's of Legends, you know, Dota 2, where it's like you'll get literally thousands of hours, know exactly how a hero functions, every single pixel of a map, and then you make a new account and you're playing against people that just are playing for the first time. It's a complete... Yeah. the, the yeah. League has a terrible issue with Smurfs. Dota actually recently started banning Smurfs. So you cannot Smurf anymore in Dota. Uh, well, you can, but you risk getting banned. If they catch you, you'll lose your main account. Yeah, and there, there's yeah. been plenty of people uh, that have been banned. Uh, but there, it's a longer conversation because there is a uh, dollar incentive to not ban Smurf accounts because if you make a new account, you, of course, want to buy new skins, and then that's a fairly lucrative thing for a thing like a MOBA where there's tons of skins. Funny enough, that's also the same argument for banning people. Yeah, I guess that is true. Yeah, you could use that. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the more reasons you have to ban, the more they're going to have to keep buying stuff to yeah. keep playing. But uh, anyway, yeah, money. Did you but see, no, the, the short did of you it see is, Dota's banned, by the way, during Christmas? So in oh, Dota, they were sending out lumps of coal? They sent the people that they were banning lumps of coal and banned them. That's fucking... Like, I, there was one guy who... It was awesome. interesting because he was using... <laughs> this this dude, and I have no idea who the guy was. First time. This is not a personal commentary. This dude was apparently so toxic that he would pay people to play on his account <laughs> and just be nice to people. So he would get his, like, nice guy rating up so he could keep being his asshole Hell self. Yeah, he did. And he got caught for that. And then they, they like, he's sitting there on stream and he's like, oh, it's weird. What's this? He opens it. And it's like lump of coal. You got banned for being toxic. And he's like, oh, what's this? And he goes to queue for a game. And he's like, what the fuck? It is one of the better clips I've seen in a long time. That's really good. Um, it was, it was pretty great. So yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So going, going back to Tarkov, Tarkov is running great. It's still slow as hell queuing up and stuff. I wish I'd get a, a thing on that. Really? But, um, even on like it, the loading play- map? E- oh god, even it's always slow. Everything on Tarkov between rounds is slow. Huh. Um but <laughs> it sucks. Especially compared to oh, other games. Oh, here we go. I, terrible. I did not mean to show this, but here we are. Perfect. <laughs> so um I did in my in my few times I played last night and uh, uh two nights ago and the and two nights ago and last night, and and I, I think I got Q bugged at least once on both nights where it just endlessly tries to enter a map and you have to alt F4. Um oh, wow. so you know, I mean there's still bugs, there's still issues. But the fully adjusted recoil, and it feels a lot better. When you're in, it feels great. It's running very well. The sound is also still very questionable. Like, there were multiple times. It's when, vertical when sound, I could, right? I literally, it's or just it... bad sound. It's oh, bad. okay. Like, they're, they're, like, I don't know if my, headphone, my headphones have been fine in other games, but for some reason in this game, like, a guy will be coming around the corner in front of you, and for him, like, walking around that corner... It sounds like he's coming from like your far left and then all the way. Like it's, it's just, you can't, you can't place people properly in with normal sound in Tarkov. I don't, I don't know why they have such a hard time, hard, like time with it, especially considering how freaking important it is in that case. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been a mess, but I will say in terms, like I have over, I have hundreds of hours in Tarkov over the years. This is the best state it's been in. Cool. I can't say that. Like I definitely had fun the last two. If it wasn't for Pal World, which I'm playing tonight, um, I would I would probably keep playing Tarkov just because when you're in and things are running well, it feels good. I mean, I had a around last night where I got 14 kills. Oh and, wow! Um, yeah, like it, and it, it all just it all just felt good. 
Um, and it was it was really good. So I yeah, never. I mean, it's. I never like heard a conclusion to this. Only that it was happening when we when we covered it with the whole like wobble thing. Like, are is hacking still an issue? Yes, there it are is. still cheaters. Um, there are still cheaters. I did. I don't think I encountered any of them. If I if I I certainly didn't encounter them, like every map or anything like yeah. that. There was no one wiggling at me or anything like that. Um, I've heard that most of the cheating is is towards the upper upper tier. echelon. Okay. That you really have to worry about that kind of stuff, like people running labs and and things like that. So. In my novice newbie play events, uh, I did not run into anyone that I would say is like, oh, that guy was cheating. That never happened. Cool. Okay. That, and I played, good. you know, four hours total. But yeah. yeah. I, I, they weren't running rampant. I felt like it was like, and that might have been because it was towards the end of a, a reset, but the conversation was like, oh my God, there's so much fucking hacking. You can't play Tarkov. And like everyone quit playing Tarkov. And then the new season launched and everyone's like, I love Tarkov. I'm back. <laughs> yeah it's it, it's interesting because you it's it's always a mixed bag i mean you have people that are you know talking about how good tarkov is and then you have like summit where he's like this happened this happened this happened tarkov is a bad game and then like three out <laughs> three hours later he's logging back onto his stream to play it so it's one of those you know it's one of those types of situations there there are definitely still issues with the game but there's absolutely enough good stuff in it to have a good time at times cool that was a yeah. great example where it's like i have no idea what killed me just then if you re if you go back a little bit in that clip so I tried off. to analyze it later. I, I still, to, to this day, I have no idea what killed me. In that <laughs> like I see, you see, we, we analyze, no muzzle flashes. There was, I just looked up the stairs before I went down. Like huh. I, no clue. That's that, if anything, th if I was going to say that I got hacked at any point, it would have been it that killed. It was right there. Showed. Gotcha. Just because, but again, in, in classic Tarkov style, it could have been just a dude that heard me on the top floor and hid in a corner. And, you know, got me on my blind side right when I came down the stairs. Huh. Happens all the time. I had a bunch of people in my, my chat say that there's a vacuum cheat now where people will uh, join a game and then hit the vacuum cheat and it just vacuums all loot in the map to them. And that's that's like one what? of the big issues right now. In a game around <laughs> loot, I could see how that would be an issue. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It just where, where, do, where, do I, where do I get that for testing? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to. I'm sure someone in chat. Surely, can. surely, surely. I just, I just, I just want to see how it works. I'm sure chat could help you out there. Oh, the the lobby bug that you had is apparently tied to those vacuum hacks. Really? Yeah. Is chat is that the one where people said you open console and if you see errors, that means that you have a hacker in your lobby? Is that? I I was watching a random oh. Tarkov stream and I. Okay, yeah, Chad is saying it's that. Gotcha. That's how you check to see if you have a vacuum hacker in your lobby is to open up the, the console. Oh, you don't see that error anymore. So maybe it's gone. I don't know. Hard to keep up. <laughs> yeah, they, they do update it a, a pretty good amount. Yeah. So that's, good. Um, so that's Tarkov. Um, there was something that Zeke wanted to. We were doing some show. It wasn't. I'm looking at your vods to try to see what it was. There's something that okay. Co played that we both wanted him to discuss. Oh, I don't think this was it. But did we talk about Pacific Drive? I know you no. played that. Let's, oh, let's maybe play. a little bit. Okay. This is what I'll say. Pacific Drive is awesome. I think there's a demo out. Maybe, or maybe I played an early access version. You played early access Pacific, version. They had, okay. They, they removed Pacific it from our Drive, Steam, so we can no longer play. It. Oh, they <laughs> did. That's right. Dude, Pacific Drive is cool. Like, I, I had a really good time in this game. 
it's kind of like a non-combat stalker and you have a car base. Yeah. There you yeah. go. That's that's your that's your tagline. You can have that one for free. Wait, are yes. you like jumping up in the air? Oh, no, no, it's an it's an anomaly. So there there's all oh. sorts of anomalies that do all sorts of weird things in this game. And the the premise is that it is a survival crafting and you could also argue there's base building because you do not only have like a home base but also your car kind of functions as a base where you go around. But there's a main story, there's voice acting characters. Your your character, this is this is not really a spoiler because it, it's very very light, but the TLDR is your character is wandering near this exclusion zone and gets sucked in for a reason you have no idea why. And then that's basically where the game is. You're, you're like this person that's inside the zone and you're trying to figure out what's going on and people are talking to you and you're, you know, and all sorts of stuff. Again, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, um, it is. There's a lot of crafting, a ton of looting. Um, there's a lot of uh, inventory tetrisy kind of stuff, but it's, 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 there's a lot of auto sorting and stuff too. So for those that don't want to deal with that, you don't have to. Uh, full upgrade system. You can also upgrade your person. Um, the whole base can get all sorts of different upgrades and you can kind of choose down this big tech tree where you want to go. And it is, it is a very, very fun game. I am, I am totally sold on this and I cannot wait to do a full run when it comes out. Yeah. It's also uh, procedural too. Oh, nice. Makes it interesting too. So when you're I've in your, your garage, so when you're, when you're in your garage, you get a map and you plan out a route and the routes have to go through zones. And then the zones have stats with them. Like this zone might have this much of this resource and this many anomalies and these types of anomalies. And those are all randomized. And then I don't know how far the procedural mapping goes. I don't think I got the same map twice. I might've, but it's, it's different enough to where it's like every time you go out of your garage into the zone or whatever they call it, um, it's, there's going to be little twists and turns that, that can change too. Also the cars are highly customizable. You can find paint and all sorts of cosmetics and stuff as well. Um, you can upgrade the sides from like trashy to steel to barricaded, uh, your engines, your wheels, your windows, your doors, your rear view, uh, everything, you can have all sorts of everything pretty much. You can add on racks and then different things can go on the racks and cool. Yeah. I hope they don't, they don't let you change the, uh, wood paneling. Cause that's kind of what makes the whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's like, well, it's like the dude's rug. It's, it really ties the car together again without spoiling it there are interesting story reasons why things are the way they are. So okay. like, like somebody earlier was like, you know, Oh, can you get more cars? It's like, no. And you'll see why. <laughs> so there's, it, there's some stuff in there. Yeah. Does it feel like there's uh cause I don't know if they, if you know or whatever, but like, is there a end point or is it just, Oh yes. There's a goal. Okay. Okay. No, Good. There's okay. very, there's not only a goal, there are story characters that lead you through the game. So Good. the demo takes place after the, the, there's like two big mission umbrellas. And after you complete the second one, it's it, a message straight pops up and it's like, normally you'd keep going and doing your thing, but that's the end of this. And you can keep farming and stuff if you want to, which I did. And, uh, and still was having fun, even just farming around and messing around. Cool. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there, there, there is a defined story and a defined objective. Yeah, I remember talking Probably about many. this. I, I talked about the the inventory system and how I hate when inventory systems are too small. But you kind of alleviated that by saying like, "Yeah, there's there's lots of inventories like spots. Like you can put shit in yep. your car. You can have it on yourself. You can blah blah blah." blah. So yeah. by the kind time of I, that a little bit, but God, do I hate that? <laughs> by the time I stopped the demo, I had put in, I had three giant item receptacles in my base, and I could I could add like I think three to four more. 
So mm-hmm. it, it it's a game that very much wants to reward hoarding if you want to go down that path. Um, or if you don't want to do that and you just don't want to deal with that at all, you could just get exactly what you need to progress and just, you know, keep going with that. Great. So it very much seems like it caters to, to farmers, but you don't have to. Fantastic. Speaking of people who cater or people who like farming and building and blah, blah, blah. Uh, the once human beta coming to a close today, apparently. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Today. Are you sad to see it go yeah. or excited to see it? Yeah, go? I am. So it I'm, I'm, I'm a little excited. I'm a little, I'm a little sad, but, uh, because I never got to do like everybody kind of fell off of it when I was like, I want to do like the last thing that's on my mission thing. And it absolutely, in my opinion, requires like a bunch, uh, two, three, four, whatever people of, of like max level to do this one little thing, this one little dungeon or whatever you call it. it. And uh, my uh, kudos to my lady. She was trying her hardest and she just reached 50 yesterday. I'm just like, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. We're going to have to wait. So <laughs> I'm, I'm good, good with waiting. Stuff for okay. release. Yeah, you got yeah, stuff yeah, for exactly. release. But also, like, exactly. does anyone, because I got, I recently, like, I opened my mailbox, because in the mailbox you get, like, your daily login, like, rewards and shit like that. But I got something in the mail, and I can't remember exactly the wording of it, but it kind of, it was, like, badges. And it kind of hinted at maybe you get to keep some stuff from the beta. Oh. I- like, it's not won't be a full wipe and i don't know if anybody can uh yeah we'll see if, if can chat. confirm or whatever that but like what chat says about that? it said it said something to that nature like when the game boots up for real you get a you get this or whatever it might give you like some sort of early access thing token whatever i would i would be surprised though if anything like carries over character wise uh or or, or progression wise people would be up in arms about that but yeah, yeah. Light, oh, people are saying they're called Light Forge Metals. Yeah. Ah, so it, it is called. like a metal cosmetic thing. Yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what else? Co, I was, I saw part 224 was the end of your Rogue Trader playthrough. <laughs> I was, yep. I was clicking on to see where you're at and I, I saw the, the, I'm done. The scroll. I'm done with Rogue Trader. Yeah. We, we did it. We did a, we did a straight up 100% run of that game. Jesus. every single thing there was to do in it i think it took a total of 120 plus hours and i loved every minute of it man that's a lot you, there's no there's no game that explores warhammer 40k like rogue trader i mean the amount of of, of situations you're in the decisions you have to make the characters and everything like it is a it is an iconic experience yeah i would probably i hate saying it but i'd st- if you're thinking of playing it it's still probably wait maybe another patch or two. Like like Owlcat, to their credit, has done a good job getting most of the big stuff out. But the thing is, is there's a lot of of balancing. And there's a lot of little things that kind of add up, and I think that it could use a little more cook time in that regard. Yeah, I still loved it. I still had a great time. Yep, still had a great time. Cool. Yeah, that's that's a lot of a lot of game. Big game. It is a lot of game. Yeah. I will say this though, if and, I've, and I said this in my thoughts video. If Rogue Trader had the veneer of Baldur's Gate 3, I would have had a hard time picking a game of the year. Yeah. If Rogue Trader had all the resources that BG3 had, if it had fully mo-capped, fully voiced, like if it was on that level, like the writing, the world development, the dialogue, like it, it is, it is, it is a very, very 
very well-written game. And I want to emphasize that by saying very three times in a row, show you how bad I am at that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's phenomenal in that regard. Yeah. Uh, thought experiment for the two of you, uh, and, and co maybe, maybe it is Alcat with just resources behind them, but what is the, the game studio that if, if they had unlimited funds, budget, whatever that you would love to see, like make, the Warhammer, the definitive Warhammer game. What what studio would you put behind that? Owlcat did a great job. Funny enough, Larian. I'd like to see Larian take Ooh, a crack yeah. at it. I think they'd be amazing with it. Um, I think Obsidian could do it. I think Obsidian could do it. And here's the thing: I think Obsidian could do it with Microsoft money. Is it a CR? I think I think it's a CRPG. I think then you get, is what you want. I think you get Josh Sawyer at the head of a team with enough money and resources for him to actually be able to develop his vision. And I would, I don't know if he's interested in 40 K, but I, he said this about POE three, which is why I think he could, he's a good, I mean, he's, he's a smart guy. He could probably make it about Warhammer if he wanted to, but um, yeah, I think obsidian could do it. Um, I hate saying it outside of those three. There's in exile. I would add in exile to the list. So you're, you're outside, looking deep RPG is what you want uh, from a, from a Warhammer game. Wait, man, Warhammer, like, it, the, the world is so vast, and there's so many, like, there's so much great, nothing in Warhammer is black and white. Even the good guys have evil sides to them. So it's like, it, it, it's the perfect place for a game that, like, has the time and the will to set up a huge row of dominoes for the player to knock down. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's just a, it's such a great, great world for, the, for that stuff, so. I'd love to see more deep games like like Rogue Trader in the Warhammer universe. Yeah, Zeke, for you, any any golden ticket to, that you would get out give out there to certain devs, and like what style of game it would be for 40k? Because I'm definitely interested in the setting of 40k. I just don't know what what type of game I would want to play uh, with like that AAA polish. How? Uh, what, what are the? Uh, oh God. Um, <laughs> I'm trying, I have, I have a, uh, I don't have a good answer. I have a funny answer. Yeah. Um, which might be a good answer. <laughs> one second here. Let me, there we go. How about half mermaid? What do they make? Half mermaid they make? or the devs behind, uh, immortality, which was that FMV game. <laughs> oh God. That'd be a weird. I would game. love to see an FMV Warhammer game. <laughs> That'd be wild. I think that would be fucking great. <laughs> as long as the costumes are super poorly made and they do everything in like the first take only. I think that that would be great. That would be a wild one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, dude, it would give cosplayers like a job for like months. Like, you know, bring your best cosplay outfits. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, that'd be dope. I'd love to see an FFP fucking Warhammer game. Wait a second. Well, you know, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. S- somebody just said in all chat in all caps there is one. There is a Warhammer FMV. Wait. No. This is why we please, do thought experiments. Please right please be Holden. This Go is where on. this is where he Zeke says there is one somewhere. Hold on. This is yeah. where Zeke finds content. To the Google machine. <laughs> Final Liberation? <gasps> Leading your space marines in ferocious battle against Green Orc Tide, you follow the storyline through FMV clips between missions. What type of game is it in the missions? 
uh, strategy turn-based sci-fi. Oh, so this is like a command and conquer thing. Then. It's like a command and conquer thing. That's right. Oh, so it's not that quite actually, the same. That sounds kind of sick. That sounds though. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> if, you, if you get like Kane, Command and Conquer stuff. Oh, shit. I know, right? Campaign play featuring over 30 scenarios. Like, hey, we're going to go in there. Let's go. Hold on. You got to make me super small and pixelated, though. Like, oh, I can't we're going to get in there and kick some butt. Let's go. Yeah, I can't do the pixelation, unfortunately. At least. How has an FMV dev not contacted you yet, Zeke? Like, to be in their game. I'm, I'm baffled. You gotta do. It. What is I'm this? I'm friends do? with people who do FMV games, and I still haven't been asked. I, like one of them. One of them needs to. I'm not hard out. to oh work God. with. I promise. What is this? Is Zeke Did you going... just lower our bit rate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's... go Zeke, go. Funny enough, now's your time. Funny enough, it's <laughs> only to you guys. It's, oh, it's not. It's not to anyone else, Zeke. You're still pristine. <laughs> hey, you. Yeah, you soldier. We're going to go out there, grab your bolt gun, get your helmet on. We're going to kick some ass for the emperor. <laughs> wow. Boom. Frankly, I'm sold. Where do I throw money? He's sold. He's sold. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Zeke, what do you want to talk about? What have you been playing? What's going on? Uh, let's see. I've just I've been playing a lot of old games, man. Uh, obviously, since it's CD-ROM-a-thon. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, I guess one thing I wanted, like, I had a, I had a real good time going back to uh, and playing Morrowind Ooh. for the first time in, God, I don't know how many years. Like, I mean, because Morrowind came out in, what, 2005? Sure. Seven? Something like that? Whatever. 2002 um, is what your title says. Wow, 2002. Holy shit. Okay. Wow. Um. And going back and and remembering all this shit, like, because you think you remember it, but then, like, you talk to one person, like, all these memories just, like, flooding back of all of these hours. Because this game might be the game, Morrowind might be the game that I put the most hours in of any game ever. Um, Just because I didn't have, like, I didn't, like, there was no, like, how do I find this Google search? You know, like, at least I didn't have that. Yeah. Um. If it was around in 2000, I don't even remember. But Game like, and I didn't get like probably existed then. Probably. But and I didn't get like the Prima guide or anything like that. I just had to, I just wandered around and I realized like I probably put 500 hours in the game before I did like the third main story quest because I forgot about it <laughs> because the one of the first things the Blades guy tells you the the skooma head fucking blades dude who's like in his apartment like shirtless like yeah i'm your contact like you see like sugar the sugar on his fucking desk like he's a drug addict you're like this guy's my fucking con-. what anyways whatever and he's like he says this one specific thing that made the game last so long for me he goes you need to go out there and get some life experience in not so many words or, or in different words and i was like okay so i went out there and I did not come back for 500 hours <laughs> until I took the time, like, where am I even going in this game? What am I even doing? <laughs> and I had to flip all the way back to, like, page three because it wasn't, like, tab separated back then. You just had to find when yeah. they gave it to you. They don't. Flipped all the way back. I mean, I think you, you could still search by name, but I didn't remember the fucking guy's name. I didn't remember the organization I was supposed to be a part of. 
So like I had to flip all the way back and I finally found that little thing. And I went back to him and he's like, all right, so you got some experience. Here's your next quest. And I'm like, oh, I am really over leveled for everything that's coming for the next little while. Yeah. Because I did all of the mage quests. I did or mage guild. I did all of the fighters guild. I did all of these guys, all that shit before coming back to this guy going, where were we again? He's it's, like, uh, oh, you just got to kill this level three thing and then come back and report like, oh, fuck. Okay. You, I f- I'm very old. I realize saying this, they don't make games like this anymore, or I don't get to experience games like this anymore where you yeah. don't have everything figured out. And it's literally just like, I'm going to go out into the world, get some life experience <laughs> and just discover shit slowly. Uh, it, Power World the, the, hit on the, that when before it was early or before it was released to everyone, and I was like, "God, look at this! It's so fun just to like get on this mountain and go fly around." And then the more I did that, the more I'm just like, "Oh fuck!" They're just like copy and pasting some of this uh, shit, and like my brain works that out faster than I think I want it to. <laughs> when because Elden Ring does the same thing, right? Like Elden Ring has so many copy pasted things throughout the game. Oh yeah, and they're just like fuck why don't make that connection brain stop it like i want this to be i just want to have fun and enjoy i just want to enjoy this man uh and you're you're totally right zeke like it's it's so rare to get that these days before someone someone was linking spreadsheets in my chat yesterday the game had been out for like a little over 24 hours of like all the pals all their damage all the best resistances and how to fight and it's just like brother the game <laughs> just came out. Like, fuck. Yep. Stop. Yep. Yeah. No, I, and I, and one of the biggest like markers of this game was uh you you talk to somebody and they're like you want to go down this road until you hit this this uh that this tree. And then you take a left of that tree and then you keep going for a little bit and you take a right at the sign. And I'm like, okay. And I look at my map like you didn't mark it on my map though. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I talked to the guy again and I was looking like he didn't he didn't put it on my map. He doesn't put it on my map. Wait, I have to look with my eyes? <laughs> I have to look for this tree with my eyes to take a left and then look for the sign with my eyes to take a right? What? Yeah. Oh, good. this is awesome. <laughs> like I forgot like how much of the thing is like your they give it to you to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cole, you were gonna uh, jump in. I was gonna say I, I ain't got time for that these days. Yo, you ain't you ain't got time I, I for need, the search. I need, I need to be told where to go. I need yeah. to be told what to do. I need a big glowing arrow, and it even points if you have a journal that just follows me around, so I don't have to actually listen to the NPCs. See, and I can just throw it on in there and be good to go. That's the other side of that is, I actually do want that in a lot of games. <laughs> I want that experience that you just described. But every so often, it's just like I want to be able just to walk into the middle of nowhere. Just looking around and be like, oh, this is really exciting just to experience. It act- Real talk, it actually completely depends on the game. Yeah. There, are some, there are some games where being told exactly where to go and what to do is just fine. You don't need any obfuscation. You don't need any weird veiled commentary. Nothing. Yeah. But when you build the game around it, like when you build the game around like having to actually pay attention and listen, you find yourself actually paying attention and listening, and that is a different experience. Totally. A lot of games yep. have to offer. So, absolutely, man. It's it's pretty great. Sometimes. I got to say, though, the one thing I hated back then that I still hate today 
And I like the fact that they don't hold your hand. They just tell you directions and you have to figure it out. But God fucking damn, I'm going to play this again. And I'm going to play it modded. Not too modded, mind you. But I will be playing with any mod that gives me a an acceptable amount of movement speed because boy did i forget how <laughs> fucking slow you move in the game no matter what even if you take like the best like you know the steed as your star sign and this and that and the other thing like holy fuck do you move slow like i don't mind finding the stuff but it was minutes leaving the town just to get to the first like thing and i'm just uh, I, like that is something I don't miss. I do not miss that. And it's still to this day when a game doesn't have decent movement speed, I am I out. love this. I, I love this. Out. This is so real life right here. You walk up to this thing of road signs and you're like, okay, let's see. That would, uh, let me look at my book. Yes. Uh, I need to go here. Okay, that's that way. Is that, <laughs> is that it? There's a tree I'm supposed to make a right at? Like, <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, you I can just imagine an, N- an NPC like walking around, like looks over and sees the player man. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Now we're now we're really well, getting back when... to that era where you make uh, skits about the player of a video game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the YouTube content of the era. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it, it, somebody uh, uh, Luscious Kane just brought this up, and it's a great example. Um, if you want a more current day feel of this, you got to play outward. I mean, that's like, it, yeah. it's great because where, where Morrowind, I feel, a, don't get me wrong. It, 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 is it onward it or outward? could have done it. Outward. Outward. Is onward a game? Or did I always just call it did the I, wrong did game? Did I say onward? <laughs> no, it's outward. Yeah. Maybe I just always no, thought that was onward. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. There, no, 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 no problem. No problem. No, uh, apparently onward is a shooter, um, says Creamy Caesar. Uh, there you go. But yeah. Anyway, oh. um, what's what's cool is where where a lot of the stuff was was you know don't get me wrong a lot of it was choice in Morrowind but you know some of it could have been limitation or just the fact that those mechanics weren't like wildly used. Outward makes the conscious decision to do it how it does, and by doing that, it kind of like adds these interesting little bits of freedom to the whole kind of like formula that that the Morrowind stuff didn't. Again, if you like this at all and you haven't checked out Outward, yeah, emphatically recommend checking it out. The Game of the Year edition, which I am due to play again, is supposedly awesome nice yeah that's cool I'm also, <laughs> somebody's uh, just said in chat by the way zeke doesn't know that the morrowind skill system literally lets you jump over half the map if you know how to grow your skills that's what i love about the game or you can use level up speed and levitation the game lets you go as fast as you want but you have to know how to do it which is interesting and you also have to have like the right i don't fucking min max though <laughs> like i mean that yeah zeke just wants to press w sure. <laughs> yes and that's fair and that's fair that's fair I mean, as as Kiwi was pointing well, out, I remember like, it, playing there. the game, yeah, and I remember there. like the spell and and item like creation shit was totally yeah. broken. It was very. Broken, I remember yeah. that shit. I remember it's like also amazing. the first time I had the money and whatever resources to create, I created this fireball spell or whatever, and I went to that little mages guild room where like seven of them are standing in the room, and I was like, I'm gonna try this out, and I just went. Boom! And everybody's dead, <laughs> fucking instantly. And I'm like, this is this game's easy. <laughs> it was, so I know uh, that very easy. To I don't want to play it like that though. I kind of I want to play it like, you know, with a challenge. It's fair. 
However, sure. I don't, I don't like, I, I know about the boots and I know about the enchantments and I know about all that shit. I mean, I played this game for like over a thousand hours, I'm sure. So I know about all that shit, but it seems like it cheapens the experience when you go directly to something that makes you overpowered immediately. Completely. hundred percent. I just I want a little bit more movement speed. Everything else can stay the same. Yeah. I just want to go a little bit fucking faster is all. This little worm, yeah, little guy. and that's what mods are for. Little, mods, little, you can like all gorgeous. kinds of mods to just like tweak the little oh, things yeah. that you like. This doesn't cheapen isn't my experience a, of the uh, game. Isn't there a like Skyrim Morrowind mod that's coming out soon? Yeah, like Skywind. A, so Skywind. So there's there's a there's there's a couple mods. There's one that combines worlds and ones that I think is a remake of the new engine. Okay, is that which out one, yet? Zeke, which one are you thinking about? That's what I, I heard it called Skywind, but I don't know. I've, I haven't I haven't checked okay. it out. Okay, yeah, I just don't know if that was out yet. Skyblivion. Oh, Skywind is out. Skyblivion isn't. Skywind is out. Huh. What about Scorrowind? <laughs> is, <there laughs> is that a thing? They said twenty twenty five release. Oh, okay. No, no, Skywind is is Scorrowind. Okay. No, if you're trying to combine Sky Skyrim and Morrowind, no, that's the, Skywind. it's Scorrowind. Oh. They fucked up the name. Oh. It's got to be Scorrowind. Okay. There's no way it would be Skywind. That's a stupid name. No, I think they just call it Moral Rim. <laughs> that's a completely different type of uh, content <laughs> that we're not going to anyway. get into in, uh, in this show. Yeah, you don't want to. Uh, Also, Zeke, uh, you can yeah. skip the long version and just call it More Rim. More Rim? Yeah. This hurts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Zeke, you've been playing? Um, let's see. Do you want to bring up? Uh, not, I mean, not really. Like It's, it's okay. all just been old-ass games like... Um, uh, let's see. Let me check my old box here. I mean, I could read um, them. We got this is this is the box of games that I have completed. Panic in the or have played on CD-ROM on Panic in the Park, starring Erica Laniac, which I played yesterday was great. Uh, Shivers. Oh man, Shivers. This is an old uh, uh, point and click. Oh, Shivers. Like, first person <laughs> adventure game that is like it's a super big game. Like there's a lot of shit to explore. However, some like this has old a lot of old on it is kind of what I've been saying. Like the old on it is that there is so much backtracking in the game. It is just I got to a point where I was just like, now I have to backtrack and remember where everything was because of the inventory system. You get one thing to carry, one, and you have to do you have to know about twenty different items. Like uh, a bottom to like a vase and like the like an animal head thing to capture spirits. So you have to huh. know where the bottom is and the top is. Bring them together, put them in place. And just I said no, I'm not doing it. But the game did impress me. It was really really good, and the voice acting really good as well. Um, but I I could not do all that backtracking. Uh, Die Hard <laughs> sucked ass. Don't bother. Um, <laughs> okay. 
This was a surprise. Emergency room code red and code blue. Emergency room, the first one, code red. Actually really fun. Um, <laughs> code blue, not as much fun. But code red, I had a good time, like, figuring out, like, diagnosing people. And, like, you ask them questions. You try different stuff. The game badmouths you if you're like, you are wasting the hospital's time and money by trying out the forceps. And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. I thought that's what I needed to do. But like, yeah, it was great. I had a good time with it. Uh, Return to Zork, I played a little bit of. It was okay. Yes. Oh, it's I played Zork. and finished. Played and finished King's Quest Seven: The Princeless Bride. Okay. Um, nice. Not nearly as good as Six. I'll say it. Not nearly as good as Six. Six was better, but still pretty good. Um, and not too long. You know, I played. I, I finished it in two streams. Um, I tried The Longest Journey. Also, one of those games that it just had too much old on it. Great voice acting, great story, lots and lots of dialogue, but boy do they fucking like to take their time giving you lore dumps. I think they're, they're remaking that, right? Are they? Isn't there a remake of that coming out? Maybe. Maybe. Or a second one or something? Or am I just making all this up? I don't know. Probably. Probably. Oh, and then I, and then that, I played like Alone in the Dark game. 3. Yep. That's a VR which, game. Which was... <laughs> Like a great game. And one thing I wanted to mention, like back in the day when they made these discs, they made them like really Oh, I was gonna say durable. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> Whoopsie doodles. What what game did you just snap and have? What game just died? It was like I'm a twenty year old CD. Womp womp. <laughs> well, that's just a full circle moment right there. Yeah. We had you well, had you, you not fit as you can as you can plainly tell, none of them survived. <laughs> Is your playthrough done? All in the fucking game okay. graveyard. Okay. Okay. All right. There, well, there we go. We're done. We're good. But another uh, game uh, so that I really enjoyed that I think is worth mentioning that I want to go back to is some is, is the game that I think Jeff Keeley mentioned on his list of like remakes or something, but I shit you not, this was really fun. It's by the makers of uh, uh, Leisure Shoot Larry. Okay. Freddy Farkas, Frontier Pharmacist. This game, it's a point-and-click adventure game, but it's fun. It's funny. It has a lot of, like, tongue-in-cheek jokes, a lot of references to other games and stuff like that. But it's actually, like, pretty fun, like, to figure out and stuff. And I would I think I'm going to go back and finish that someday. It's really good. Great. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what have I been playing? I finally killed Fatalis. That's a thing. Feels like that was a year ago now that Power World came out. Uh, mm. But yeah, that's done. That was good. Uh, that took uh, 111 hours on the save. Attempts were 29-ish hours uh, of actual attempting the boss. So uh. I think you probably Play the clip, JP, if you got it handy. I don't like watching. No, I don't like watching the clip. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. I, I've watched Dude, it enough times where it's like, though. Yeah, I mean, it's everyone's like, oh, it's 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 fucked up because everyone's like, that's the most emotional I've ever seen of it. Like, I don't. For me, it's kind of like an, it's a weird thought <laughs> for me. So yeah, you could you could watch the clip. It's out there. Uh, it's in my chat if you want to spread it around. But yeah, everyone's like, that's the most emotion I've ever seen. For some reason, that's just weird for me to watch. But I was very emotional when I killed him. Well, listen. 
that that was a primal scream, dude. Oh, I almost passed I out. That was so good. Like, and but that's the thing. You're allowed to, to show the most emotion you've ever shown. Oh, I know. When it's your when video games we are your life. We don't have to turn this into like a therapy session. Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> like I understand. I almost well, passed out when though? it happened. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, I think honestly, I th- I mean, I I would say anyone that says it's crazy for that kind of reaction for a game, I mean. You I didn't get much of that, but yeah, something for thirty hours of your life. Yes, and for your own skill, clawed yourself out of it. I mean, that's <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's a game at that point, man. Like that's sure, it's okay to sure. be real. I don't happy worry. That you don't I don't worry do about that, that aspect of it. But yeah, I, I didn't see too much of that conversation. Uh, but it was very much a like I. I haven't actually seen the clip, so could you play it? Uh, you After won't be able to get audio. That? Is the only thing oh. you can. Right, I can, I can send chat? it to you. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After uh, watching that clip, JP, I got to tell you, like, and this is, I'm not being facetious. I'm not lying. Like, I feel a little bit closer to you. I really do. <laughs> just I'm not the, even joking, dude. The just, sheer just seeing that, just yeah. fuck, just knowing that's inside you, that really. Like, I was. I feel like I know you a little bit better. I was really sad uh, after the fact because I think it was on a. I think it, I think it was Monday, um, and my wife had Monday off. I was really wanting her to be in a meeting with like other riot executives and just have me doing that in in the background uh, <laughs> of of her so, meetings. But yeah, didn't happen. So JP, you did one of two things. What's that? You either killed Fatalis, uh huh, or just passed a kidney stone. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. That is, that is, uh, that was, wow. It's you, definitely, yeah. uh, I, I will now, I, I was telling uh, chat and, uh, and talking to other posts, I will probably be chasing that high of that day for a good amount of time. Like it was a pretty, pretty good well, feeling. Do you really, do you really want to chase that? Cause I mean, the build up to it was expensive. If the payoff, like not not even kidding, if the payoff is that good, yes, I'm I'm actively looking for the next thing to like tackle. I, in I that too regard. chase game gasms, but I think that it's it's you know you got to find the right game. It's really got to click with you. Oh, you do. You do yeah. have to find the right game without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, it was a doozy for sure. A really good a good uh, a good moment and a good uh, like after the moment. The, yeah, people say an Elden Ring DLC. Not that an Elden Ring is really that hard. I mean, let's be real. I mean, like, you know, no, unless you're doing a challenge run or something. So to, to talk about the actual fight, Fatalis is, is not hard. What's hard is the 30-minute time limit to beat Fatalis. Most of my, like, resets and, and you know, quote-unquote deaths were because of the 30-minute timer. Because you just can't what? output that much damage that fast I mean, let me say this a lot of people in chat are being like well what about the end of this boss what about millennia stuff like that dude you spent 30 hours <laughs> trying to beat it did you spend 30 hours trying to beat millennia yeah like sure a few hours on a boss is is a lot and you beat it and you feel great it's not 30 hours <laughs> yeah it's so. it's it's the equivalent of doing like a a mmo boss at this it's point an entire because game. you're that's more you're learning rotations for AAA DPS, games yeah. have total for sure. one boss yeah yeah like that's yeah. very different 
it was uh it was a doozy uh that's for sure um that the other i had there was did i tell you guys when i got raided by like the best monster hunter player of all time yeah yeah he gave me a congrats afterwards and i was like thanks legend like i appreciate you (laughs) (laughs) i was like we're on equal footing now you understand this right then he probably follows up he's like he's like give me give me a call back when you got on farm status <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on i'm on kill 78 right now no it's it's and, not uh it's not even that can't his, his name is kanta kanta uh days before that died on kind of the boss right before in his no cart run meaning mm. he could not cart he could not die to a single monster in that game and he died to uh Alatrion, which is the fight before fatalis mm. so Damn. yeah he's pretty good he's pretty good at the game <laughs> like he knows what he's doing it's all um, right it's all right yeah all right, all right. Yeah. Oh, okay this is going to be a really old reference and this is for people who are 40 or above but i just pictured what what what's the guy's name the monster Hunter guy kanta yeah the streamer is kanta i just pictured kanta like walking down that tunnel like that where the football players go if the game's over and, and, and uh yeah jp's like hey i beat that guy and then he turns around and he throws his mouse at you goes good game kid and then walks into the arena yeah jp when is uh what is your no cart run I don't know. That's the next. That's the next logical I, step. I thought about. I I talked about doing like uh, this is right off. So I I started the Monster Hunter run right, and then World of Warcraft came out with uh, or sorry, we started playing the hardcore server of WoW, and then I went back to it, and I thought like, man, playing Monster Hunter in a group of like three others and doing a hardcore run would be pretty fun. But now after watching Kanta play it, there's like. There's so much random shit. I mean, it's just like, wow, there's so much random shit. But I feel like it would just suck in, in Monster Hunter that much more. Um, yeah. So I actually have legitimately thought about it, even though I, I think the the question was in jest. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to... to I uninstalled the game the, right after killing it, by the way. Didn't even craft any of the armor. As, I was, as one does. I was done. As one does. I was, I was just done. Uh, but I'm yeah, very much looking ex- forward to Wilds whenever that comes out. The extended thing of that clip, I think you had to like, is it? It's on a time limit where they're like butchering the. You got to carve it. Yeah, you got to carve the. Yeah, animal. exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're like, yeah, shit. Gotta go find this. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, <laughs> man, I got, I got lost in the sauce, as it were. Uh, it was, yeah. it was fun. It was fun, uh, fun thing. There were multiple times where I was like, I fucking hate this game. I'm fucking so tired of this Dude, fucking game. I know it's not the same, but it's a similar feeling to when you have been struggling to get a CD-ROM game working and someone comes through with the weird fix and it works. Oh, there was a like lot hour, of like, and, like, then, and then Zeke goes, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 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 Zeke gets into it, man. Thing. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, like I don't maybe I'm, not that much, but like definitely after like four hours, eight hours, like one game like Black Dahlia took three years before I actually figured. I, out, I like, do remember that. Yeah, came up with a solution. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. There are parallels and then, too. And then, like, but then the similarities don't end there. Like 
when you actually get to carve up the monsters, it's like, oh, I got the thing now. It's like I got to play the game. Like, eh, game's all right. Oh yeah, it, it was never about the gear that it dropped. Yeah. yeah, never about the gear that it dropped without question. Yeah, um, I did have the uh, the similarity though that you probably have as well when it comes to CD Ramathon of uh, first time chatters coming in and asking why I'm not doing the most simplistic thing. I I raged something fierce at a couple folk <laughs> that, that I do not think will be returning uh anytime soon to the stream um for just saying something like go ahead go ahead put put the things i'm thinking of in my brain in the chat right now oh i'm sure there's there's at least five of them there's at least five of them yeah yeah Yeah. a lot of simple things for me it was uh i didn't use the radial menu monster hunter players will know that um what were some of the other ones chat you oh why doesn't he just use a different weapon (laughs) If hammer's so hard, why doesn't he just use a different weapon? Uh, has he tried the cannons? Are you doing the cannon strat? Yeah. Smoke. Uh, oh yeah, smoke on, bombs. Play it on. Play it on GOG. It's available on GOG. Oh um, yeah. Why don't Why don't you copy the files from the from the disc and just put them on your PC? Uh, have you tried compatibility mode? <laughs> oh, that one's that's a good one. Have you tried compatibility mode? I like that. That one's fun. That's good. Like people and people like really like honestly trying to help. Like here's a link to the ISO of the disc. And you're like, <laughs> dude, fucking there's fucking one rule. Just one, one rule. Play it off the disc. You have to play it off the disc. That's the only rule. Yeah. And they're like, fun. well, it is the disc, but it's just, but it's like. That's the rule. <laughs> Can't do it um anyways yeah fatalis is dead feels real good looking for the next thing uh i never went back to prince of persia because power world took over my life did you go back co after the embargo i was kind of the same way i planned on going back to prince of persia but now all this other stuff has happened and i'm not sure it it, it came out in a i was are. like into i started it. my i started my dark urge running Baldur's gate 3 too so that's kind of like oh that's the back burner yeah. Yeah. Anytime I have free time, I'm probably doing that. I've already had one of the mo- one of the most uh, horrific experiences I think I've had in a CRPG in that run. So it's been a how is that uh, the fact that you so couldn't far. press uh, reload? Was that the horrific? That's one of them, absolutely. <laughs> but no, no, there was a particular event that happened, and chat convinced me that it was not because of Dark Urge, but because of a patch. I was like, oh, how cool. This is awesome. And then the event unfolded and I, um, used to say I had been had. Oof. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nope. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, it was actually terrible. Is was it involving Gail's hand? No, it had nothing to do with Gail's hand. It was, it happened later. Interesting. I can say it with spoilers if you guys are interested, but it is. Um, it's a thing. Yeah, we don't. I might play a dark urge. I, I have been also uh, messing around with the idea of. If you are to even considering it. I don't want to even. Yeah, I, let's not. Let's not. Yeah, let's not do that. Because uh, I, I will eventually do that at one point uh, or another. Uh, uh, just real quick, I've been on on my own time. Uh, I've yeah, been slowly like 
every once in a while I'll I'll pick up and and make some progress on Chance of Sonar. Oh yeah, and, liking it. Yeah, I do. It's it's a really chill, beautiful game. Um, that is, uh, you know, about discovering or, or about uh, ci- deciphering languages. And I'm on the third language. I think there's, I don't know how many there are, but yeah, I'm on the third language currently. And it does, it does get progressively more difficult to like decipher that shit. And I love how they, how they lay it out for you. Like the first, the first language is more one-to-one with like, I think English, how, how it works, like sentence construction. Then it gets progressively more like, okay, so you say this word before this word to modify that. Yeah. You know, it's like, if if this thing is plural, they'll have the plural thing around it. Some, the, the language before would just say the word twice to signify like soldier or soldiers. It would be one soldier or two, two of the word soldiers. And sometimes it would be like the next language would be like soldier with a little boop that would indicate soldiers. You know, so it's huh. it's a really it's a really cool game. Um, once again, the only thing I have a problem with is the movement speed. I wish slow I move around a little bit faster. Got it. It's not even that slow. It's just you know the game is beautiful and it's big. I mean the the scenery things, but you do a lot of like there's a lot of like long hallways where you do nothing mm. or long staircases where you do nothing. You just look at stuff, and I'm like, okay. But the third time, fourth time, you go up that staircase, you're like, man, I wish I could climb these stairs faster. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I heard a lot of people uh, talk about Chance of Sonar last year and were quite favorable about it. Um, yeah, yeah out, outside, like, Mon- God, Monster Hunter, I didn't realize, like, dominated my December and January. Uh, been playing Valorant from time to time. That's been pretty fun. Getting uh, Got Gassy Mexican involved, got Strippin' involved, a couple other folks. That was good. Uh, League's, League's new season started, so I jumped into that. League is in a real weird spot right now. Um, they they just launched the new season, uh, which is an annual thing, and it is like one shot central. Like people are just they changed a bunch of the itemization in the game, uh, and it is a mm. weird game to play now because you like walk into a fight and in a literal second you're just dead, uh, and so kind of a people are enjoying it very extreme which is a league that's just league in general the whole thing's extreme i would say (laughs) uh but people have very extreme opinions on it yeah uh and and certain characters are in really good spots and yeah haven't played too much of it though because uh power world like i said has taken over my life the past week so i've been lost in that and and then this coming week and shrouded seems like it's going to be something that i'll We'll definitely yep. get lost in. I'm curious for like to that. You got you, the two of you. Are you both diving into Yakuza Thursday, Friday? Is that a full playthrough? As soon as I can. Yeah. Playing. Zeke, oh, you yeah, doing? Dude. Is that an offline game? Are you going to do the offline? Yeah. No, 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 no. no oh, I you're will gonna play wait. The online. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to okay. wait. Yeah, there's a, there's a well, few I games mean, that I'm going to wait, but I'm going to out the 26th, playing. so you don't have to wait too long. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Five days, something like that. But that game's yeah. also going to be 100 hours, probably, right? Like, that's what they're saying? Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, dep- if you're doing everything, it's going to be even more. You're doing everything? You, what's, you going to just take it uh, one day at a time? I, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I, I think, I'm going to do it the same way I did Rogue Trader, which I think worked really well. Yeah. And that is, the, the thing about games like CRPGs and Yakuza and stuff like that is 
the people that like them tend to love them, but the people that don't want nothing to do with. Them. <laughs> so, so yeah. what I've kind of found, what I've kind of found best is like, you know, keep the morning stream kind of varied and, and doing that kind of stuff. And then if I'm doing like a long game, like afternoon streams, so I'll, pr I'll probably do like a, probably a week or so, maybe a little bit less of like Yakuza all day. And then okay. I'll start. Do we know other stuff and different cozy every night it, and everything. Do we know if it's releasing right away with English uh, voice or no? Yes. Yes. To, the, the, the man without a face specifically said on release that they would be doing English later. Yeah. But, but we have not heard the anything like that. The man who erased his name, but yeah. yeah sure, <laughs> man who erased his face. The man who didn't have a leg. Yep. That's I'm my sorry. God. I, was I was, I was crying too hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you missed, but, you, um, you, it's okay. You missed, you, you actually confused it with a really good Billy Idol song. You know, eyes without a face. I get it. I meant to. Man who stole the but, world. But uh, no, yeah. I, I'm 90% certain, um, especially with all the Yang Yi promo they've been doing. I'm 90% certain it's going to be coming out on uh, in English on release. <laughs> the best ones in chat. The man whose penis is a miss. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite Yakuza <laughs> That's really yeah. good, James. Good comment. <laughs> Look for that expansion somewhere down there. You know, the that old like a dragon title, the man with only one ball. You know <laughs> yeah. that one. That's my favorite. Man DLC. without a ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, so it should be a, a busy week uh coming up. Uh there's another game. game releases. What's the other game coming out? It's a Tekken Shrouded, Yakuza and Tekken no, 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 there's another no no, I think it's an indie. There's Unfortold Witchstone, which I think I have a sponsor for. I don't know if that's uh, what you're doing. Unfortold uh, Witchstone. What even is that? It's like a CRPG, funny enough. I figured you would uh, you would know about it. Oh, 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 that's the one we heard about with the crazy, like, you can do whatever and yeah. kill everyone in a town. Oh, yeah. man, that one's super interesting. We're doing a, a, a spoonser, I think. Can I, can I buy your sponsored stream? If I just pay you the amount, could I stream instead? Why don't you just stream the game? Okay. Cause I can't, you can't, you can't stream it. You can't play it. It's early access to everyone though on the 25th. Yes, Co. Yes, you can. Wait, yeah. I take, I regret everything. No, I take it back. You can totally no. do that. <laughs> no, I didn't know it was coming out the 25th. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. No, that, that game looks super cool. I'm, I'm very excited about that one. It looks very cool. I don't know. What, what was the game you were thinking of? Um, it might've been Lil Guardsman. When does that come out? I played the demo of that and it was actually a lot of fun. That one? January 23rd. I think that was it. I think that was it. Yeah, Little Guardian comes out, which is a very, a very fun, ridiculous papers please style game. Zeke, you might really like it. The comedy of it is like, is, is, I played the funny. demo. It's, you didn't like it? Oh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Okay. But yeah, you got a demo out of people are interested. But um, maybe there was another one though. What, what about Helldivers? That no, comes uh, out. The one, I'm, the one I'm looking forward That's to on the, the 24th 8th, is uh, February. Uh, the early access of Enshrouded. Yeah, yeah, I think we're all. Yeah, gonna, yeah, we were. That's that's Enshrouded and, let's, and let's. We got. We need to wrap the show, but uh, oh, I gotta go. Hell Divers on the eighth. Do you guys want to do a co-op stream of that? You want to jump in, three of us? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, great. I've been looking. Oh, yeah. I've been looking it. forward to play that. Cool. Uh, let's do some shout outs and wrap up. Zeke, what do you got going on? Uh, what's up, everybody? Thank you guys for watching. Uh, my name is Ezekiel Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube, or Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. 
Uh, I stream every day at 10 a.m. Pacific time, mm-hmm. 1 p.m. Eastern, and I'm in the middle of CD-ROMathon. I've got another week and a half of just playing CD-ROM games. Um, next game up is whatever you vote for, and it looks like it's going between Hexen and Gabriel Knight 3 are the two top vote getters at the moment, but you can still vote if you want. Um, I won't calculate those until Monday, probably evening. So whatever that whatever you guys vote for is what I'm playing next on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Uh, thank you to Cone JP for being wonderful co-hosts every week. And also, if you like uh, tabletop role-playing and you like Blade Runner, I'm doing, I, I do a Blade Runner tabletop uh, show on twitch.tv slash tablestory right after Drop Frames now-ish. So if you want, I'll see you over there. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Zeke. See you next week. Co, oh. shout-outs. Sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Co. Uh, going to be playing more Power World this evening if you want to stop by. I'm probably doing that next week with Baldur's Gate 3's Dark Urge Run as we move forward into Enshrouded and Yakuza territory, then no-lifing that for a bit. Uh, maybe some more Tarkov here and there, some more multiplayer stuff. We'll see. But anyway, thank you for watching as always, and see you next time. Awesome stuff. Thank you both. I'll be jumping into some Power World uh, right now for at least a couple bit. A couple bit, time, minutes. My brain is really fried. I've done four 12-hour yep. streams uh, in a row. Woo! So it's been a doozy. Uh, I will, n- I will not stream till midnight tonight. Question mark. We'll see. Um, and then enshrouded like everyone else. Uh, I will not be jumping into Yakuza. I will probably watch Zeke and Co play, and then tell myself that if I'm going to play this, I have to start at Yakuza Zero, and yep. probably start that game for the nineteenth time, and quit after ten minutes. So. That's at least what I've got uh, going on in my future, um, and we'll go from there. Uh, next week, we will have uh, the avowed uh, game director on uh, towards the, I think, last 30 minutes uh, of the show. Uh, first two and a half hours will just be show as usual. So looking forward to that. That's it for us, though. I like it. That's not what Zeke's final. Th- I don't know how to update. He did a crazy look at the camera, but it didn't capture it for some reason. So that's unfortunate. That looks um, very thoughtful. Yeah, he looks very much like he's got a lot on his mind there. Like he's he does. He does. He just wants to have a great 2024 right there. Very outward yeah. looking. So not onward looking, outward looking. Right? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next week. More drop frames. We're out of here. <laughs>